I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's lore boys. It's lore boys time. Anyway, hello everybody. Hey guys. My name is Peter O'Donoghue. I will be hosting Lore Boys today, and to my right is the fabulous James Miller. Hello there. And directly across from me is Ethan Palmer. Call me Ishmael. The spiciest picante boy. I don't know. So, uh, what are you guys drinking? Uh, I am drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon as usual. Again. I love it. I'm drinking uh, Sapporo. Oh. Sapporo Biru. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it like that. <laughs> that is an honorable choice, however. I'm drinking me some, some Rickards Blonde because I'm a basic bitch and I can't handle beer with flavor. That's fair. <laughs> so uh, I guess since uh, we had an issue with that, what have you been playing this week, James? Um, Actually, this week, or this month rather, on PlayStation Plus, Tales from the Borderlands is free. I played oh, one okay. and two. And I'm trying out uh, the Telltale game, Tales from Borderlands. It's definitely a different feel. It's very much story-driven rather than gameplay-driven, which was a little bit to get used to. Um, no, it's an adventure game, though, right? It is. A, yeah, it's yeah, sort yeah. of an adventure game, but you, you're rarely walking around. You're kind of watching a movie and just waiting to react yeah. to whatever's going on. Game. Yeah, and it, it's a lot of fun. I though. think the only thing I've ever had against the Borderlands series is the fact it's like... Really, really great art style and like half decent gameplay, yeah. and it's steeped in outdated memes. Yeah, Borderlands Two is really very much yeah. like a 2013 game. But yeah, 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 not funny anymore. But if Telltale could have collabed with um, Gearbox and they made the story-driven feel of Telltale, but the shooting and of everything of Gearbox, I feel Gearbox. like the game would have been much better. But I just like to be doing something while I'm playing a game. Like I, I find that I'm. If I'm waiting for something to happen, then I'm not having as much fun. I hated the item management in that game. I hated oh. how much loot you pick up okay, and yeah. like just like constantly looking at stats. Like I, I feel like you spend half that game just comparing stats. It's, 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 just like, a, it's like, like a finance simulator. That's it's like it. Just numbers <laughs> that go up and down. That's it. To the point where I was like, I would get a, I would get a weapon and I would just like not pick up any other weapons, like no matter what color they were, until yeah. I got to a point in the game where I was having a lot of difficulty and I'd pick up any other weapon and just like, continue on like that. <laughs> yeah. And I found I didn't have a problem, so I was like, why do you include this mechanic? I had that problem with the Division as well, where yeah. it's just like, it, it, it's half half menus, yeah. half, <laughs> half walking, yeah. and then uh, some some mysterious third half. Yeah. That hasn't been <laughs> discovered yet. And Ethan, what have you been playing this week? What's I'm your week been like? I'm still playing The Witcher 3. Um, Again or for the first time? 
No, I'm on New Game Plus. Like I, okay, was, yeah. I was last week too. Yeah, so am I as well. My my problem this time though is the first time I played it, I uh, had Geralt do his thing with Yennefer, and this time I'm trying to do the thing with Triss, but it just doesn't feel right. You know, the yeah. romantic in me is like Yennefer is is my number one waifu. Yeah, yeah 100%. well, she's like you could tell the game was kind of like styled around her too. I thought maybe if I like told Triss that I loved her and like she stayed around and like I end the game with her maybe throughout the game more of the gameplay would include Triss but it doesn't no, it's still no, me no. going on trips with Yennefer everywhere and I'm like this is awkward like, Triss is just waiting back on a boat and I'm like okay <laughs> yeah no it, I, I, I did both sadly yeah. the first time just because yeah. just because I, because I had a lot of nostalgia for The Witcher 2 okay. and when Triss is the only one in the, the game one, yeah. and then then obviously the parts with the Yennefer are so fucking good yeah. I was like well no I have to switch like yeah. Yennefer and Geralt are written and clearly meant to be together. To be together and yeah. then, of course, you get in trouble. You get in trouble, you get neither, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, well, how like life? Yeah. Does Siri appear in Witcher 2 or 1? No. No. Right? They're not, she's not even she born yet. In, no, she is born. She's born yeah. Because okay. The Witcher 3 takes place a little bit after The Witcher 2, which okay. I guess we'll yeah. probably find out on an episode, Witcher episode of the Lore Boys podcast, because yeah. I don't fucking know yet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, no, no. Because like, uh, the game begins in a flashback that is like 20-some-odd years ago. Yeah. Okay. And then all three games take place after that. Okay. Basically. Okay. Um, and that's it though. Just the just the Witcher. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I um, I had a pretty pretty boring week on Steam, uh, game wise. I mean, I guess not a boring week, uh, game wise, because I did uh go to a developer this week on Thursday. Oh yeah. And uh, checked out some shit that I can't talk about. Oh yeah, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, like like when I um last year I did For Honor. Okay. Right, and oh, this man. week I did some other shit that I'll. Maybe talk about it eventually whenever I can't remember when my NDA expires, yeah, 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 but like I'll talk about it next year. I've sunk probably 200 hours into For Honor already, and it's it just really came out a couple months ago. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. That's a good game. And yeah. then otherwise, um, to get in the spirit of today, what are we talking about today, guys? What what uh, what the you guys talk, know that team? I talk about hats? I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Hats. Yeah, that's yeah. close. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing a hat right I'm now. A hat. Perfect. I'm getting in, getting in character. <laughs> <laughs> Very scout esque. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> team Fortress Two though. Yeah. yeah. Or the Team Fortress universe, really, but yeah. focusing mostly on Team Fortress 2 because that's where most of the history of the series occurs. I played Team Fortress 2. I had the orange box. Uh, it had? never even occurred to me. Like on console? Yeah. Okay, so did I. That's how I started. Yeah. yeah. It never even occurred to me that there was a Team Fortress 1. I don't think in my life until you just mentioned it just now. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah there probably would have yeah, been, right? <laughs> there was actually two before TF2. Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, just to go into it, because like, I have a very long history with Team you Fortress do, 2. Yeah. I have been playing it since the day it came out when I had a shitty computer and a 360. I had the orange box on 360, yeah. which, of course, as we all know, comprised of a 360 port of Half-Life 2 and Half-Life 2 Episode 1, the new and final fucking Half-Life game, yeah. Episode 2. <laughs> Thank God for cliffhangers, right? Yeah, right? Am I right, boys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, as a side note, did you hear that the last uh, developer of... Half-Life has left Valve. Chet Falizek. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was one of the writers, as far as I know. Then he okay. did a bunch of VR work, and then he left. Oh, yeah. is that a it? A lot of it? people have left Valve recently. I'm not I'm not super sad, because yeah. I don't fucking think no, Half-Life 3 is yeah. coming out. No, it's never going to happen. <laughs> but now, if it does... <laughs> My grandchildren will have yeah. died of old age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cyborg Gabe Newell will yeah. upload it directly <laughs> into their brains. Yeah. Whatever. To be, um, to be honest, in the tech industry, there's a lot of, like moving around it's not yeah. it's not yeah. uncommon for but if there's no surviving members of the team left like is half-life 3 even going to be a half-life it's going to be based off yeah, of the franchise it. but it's, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be basically diablo 3 it's gonna be i was gonna say it's gonna be uh it's gonna be dota 2 8.0 yeah just a mod that somebody makes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah anyway so and then it had uh, half-life 2 uh half-life 2 episode 2 
uh, Portal, which was a new IP, and yes. then um, Team Fortress 2, which, so the release date for all that was um, October 9th, 2007. So, funnily enough, the 10-year anniversary of Team Fortress 2 and the Orange Box will be this year. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, I personally, because I still play the game, I have about uh, 580 hours in the game, actually. Wow. As of the end of the day today, I play a bit uh, to get yeah. into my... Uh, get into the spirit of it, so I am currently at 542 hours on record, which all things considered, because I know some pro players who have thousands of hours. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. I probably have six hours on a 500 kilobyte per second download speed. Which, uh, <laughs> my experience is very yeah. limited. Yeah. I played a little bit. And, and uh, you played it? Yeah, I played, um, I was more of a Counter-Strike guy, like I have uh, about se over 700 hours in Counter-Strike. Um, but I dabbled with TF2 and probably played 50, 60 hours of it. Oh, that's pretty good. Though. Yeah, yeah, 60 yeah. hours. I mean, it's an online shooter that like PC shooters like 60 hours is basically nothing. Yeah. Like I'm fairly good at the game in public matches. The competitive scene is fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's just like it's a ten year old game. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> the competitive shit came out last year. Oh yeah, and just sucked dick. So okay. nobody plays it. It's like six on six, but there's nine classes, who I will get into later. Yeah. And um, six on six just is, is weird. Like so, the, it was basically the same team composition all the time. I don't even remember it because I, I played a, a bit and I was like, wait, this is fucking garbage. It t and it literally took over three minutes to get into a game because so there's so few people yeah. playing. But I'm still good at stomping the pubs. Yeah. I'm a soldier main now. I was a pyro main for a long time, but I'm having a lot of fun now. Uh, using just, like, the stock weapons. Um, what else? So, yeah, but, like, of course, the 10-year anniversary. I'm hoping for some kind of big fucking event on October yeah. 9th, 2017, right? It's been a fucking decade. And if we Get look now, us, there are still 70,000 people playing the game yeah. at time of recording, yeah. right? Wow. Ten years, ten, or ten nine years and a half years later, yeah. there's 70,000 people still playing the game. So, Valve, if you're doing an event, we'd be happy to host. I'd, be, I'd love to show up. <laughs> I know I'm not a pro player. I've never played in a competitive match or anything. I've never gone to Highlander, none of that shit, but I would love to. There um, can be only one, though, so. Exactly. Well, I know. It's tough to be Highlander. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody starts coming for you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, October 9th, 27, it comes out as part of the Orange Box. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, but, like, knowing Valve time, like... Wait, when it was released, it was only released as part of the Orange Box? Yeah. Oh, wow. The is same with Portal and same with Half-Life 2 Episode 2. So it was one $60 box with yeah. five games in it, three of which were new and not released as standalone. I did not realize that. Yeah. I got the Orange Box to pick up Portal, but I didn't even realize at the time. Because, like, that was the only copy that I found. I was like, I want to buy Portal, and I yeah. went to the store, and they handed me the Orange Box. I was yeah. like, okay, sure. Like, well, like, and, and, but it was released as a standalone in April 2008. So basically, okay. like, so whatever October, November, December, like yeah, yeah. five, six months later, it came out by itself. It as, yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. And game. at that point, I had a good PC, so I actually got rid of my 360 copy oh, yeah. of the Orange Box and bought Team Fortress 2 by itself on PC. So I haven't been on PC since day one, so I don't yeah, have yeah. the gold badge cosmetic, but I do have the silver badge cosmetic oh, because yeah. you, yeah, exactly. So if you play the beta, you get a platinum badge. Okay. If you get a, if you were day one, you get a gold badge. Anytime after day one, up until a certain point, you get silver. You get silver, and then bronze. I can't. I think it's after the game went yeah. free in so 2011. Everyone gets a participation badge. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm coming up on my five year badge for Counter Strike. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be yeah. nice. Um. Yeah, but like, of course, like I was looking forward to the um. The 10 year celebration, October 9th. But knowing Valve, the 10 year celebration will probably be in like fucking. June yeah. 2018 exactly. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. fucking, way too late. Yeah. Nobody gives a uh, fuck anymore. Birthday hats all around. Uh, <laughs> uh, we already have birthday hats, oh, okay. which is like at the five year or something. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping for like ranked cosmetics for how long, however long you've been there. I think I deserve a reward for being around since 2000. Yeah. I paid for the game for one. Yeah. And they give you one shitty hat for paying for the game. 
get at us, Rob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want some good stuff. But, want... Like, I know in my experience with Counter-Strike, I paid $15 for the game, and then the skins that I've earned over time, I've probably made, like, $100 off of them. Like, in Valve or Steam or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And is, I, I, is was, I, I sold some cosmetics. Yeah. I, I, like, not tons, because I'm not really big on microtransactions, personally. Yeah. Like, I probably only spent... 30 extra dollars on Team Fortress okay. since cosmetics were a thing. 10 of, ten of which was today, because I opened some crates <laughs> yeah. this afternoon, just yeah. like to get like way into it, right? Yeah. It was like no speed, all cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> is it the same is it the same uh, like system where they give you the crates but you have to buy the keys? Correct, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you also still, you also yeah. still get weapon drops, right? Well this is what they tested, which is what I think they do in Counter Strike now. Of course Counter Strike and Dota are the money makers now, so we don't get like yeah. as much shit in TF two, but is it like a TF two lotto dot com or uh no, no, no not yet. I, I don't think it would be like <laughs> even on the black market yeah. or the, the gray market, I don't know. That's like, it's not even that lucrative. You still like make more money selling gloves now than Counter Strike. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's a little bit of the history. Uh. So Team Fortress Two is a sequel to Team Fortress Classic, which was a sequel to Team Fortress. So Team Fortress was developed by uh, Robin Walker and some other guy whose name I didn't look up. Okay, who are from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just the son of a bitch yeah. like that. Sorry, other guy. Yeah. Uh, so they developed a mod for Quake called Team Fortress. Okay. And then uh, Valve, in true Valve fashion, found the mod and was like, well, what if we just paid you to make it on our engine yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of us making a new game? Which yeah, is yeah. how Counter-Strike and Dota... Both were born. <laughs> both were born, and Portal as well. Because yeah. like, Portal, from what I understand, like Kim Swift and her team yeah. had like presented some kind of concept and gave Newell, Papa Newell, just descended it. from the sky and was just like, no, Kimmy, you and, yeah. your, you and your babies come <laughs> with come me. With me. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know... Um, Portal started as a university project, mm-hmm. I think, actually. Yeah, they, they did it for a university class. An arbacular drop. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Sadly, the only person... I, again, I apologize to everyone who isn't Kim Swift on that team. Yeah. The only person's name I know is Kim yeah. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> she was the lead. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it was a mod for Quake, and then Valve uh, took, a, took a liking to it, and then they asked them to port it onto the Gold Source engine, which is the engine that Half-Life 1 runs on. Okay. Uh, and that became Team Fortress Classic. Okay. That game, uh, which we'll find out later, is part of the Team Fortress canon. So the OG Quake mod is non-canon. 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 But Team Fortress Classic okay. and Team Fortress 2 are part of the Team Fortress okay. canon. Did you ever play Team Fortress Classic? I um, did, but not against anybody. Okay. Because I played a private match on a friend's computer because okay. I don't own it and... Yeah, yeah. Won't buy it, <laughs> like, cause whatever, fuck it. Like it's, a, yeah. it's just like older Team Fortress. Like, That's it. The yeah, yeah. There's no, a okay. mod coming out that's been in development for Team Fortress Two that like captures the spirit of TFC. So what? they add in grenades. Yeah. Everybody has like six or seven weapons. Minus the jank. Shit basically. like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, minus the being built on the fucking Half Life engine. Exactly. Like, yeah. like you're skiing around just, in, yeah. a, in a giant box. Just jank. <laughs> Things like rocket jumps were those intentional in the game? Yes, because okay. rocket jumps are part. So the things that that is just a source engine exploit is bunny hopping, which I cannot yeah. do, but I can rocket jump, and I've rocket jumping two. has always been part of Quake. Okay. So. Quake rocket jumping got carried over to Gold Source rocket jumping in TFC, and then rocket jumping obviously is a main mechanic. Rocket jumping, sticky jumping, and of course, uh, of course, as the, as you all know, um, <laughs> sentry jumping, which is when a engineer uses his own sentry to shoot a rocket at the ground and launch himself somewhere higher. So it's, it's basically self damage 
to boost your jump height is is a core mechanic yeah. of Team Fortress 2. Okay. Great sure. health for mobility. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I rocket jump all the time. Yeah. Uh, it took me a long time to learn, but I'm really good at it now. Uh, there's weapons that are specifically catered to rocket jumping builds, essentially. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a cool. rocket jump loadout for... Uh... So it's like lower damage rocket, basically. Bigger well, there's the rocket jumper, which does no damage whatsoever. Oh, wow. So it doesn't hurt you, and then your secondary weapons support that. So you, wow. you just trade a, a weapon slot. Correct, yeah, for depending for on mobility. your ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So that's, that's cool. that. And there's sticky jumping with the demo man or, or whatever. So uh, Team Fortress 2, online shooter, obviously. So you'd be surprised that there'd be a fuck ton of lore behind it. Yeah, right. Like I, like I said, I played it maybe six hours. I never would have guessed. Yeah. Like, well, there's yeah. no lore in game. In game, yeah, all of the it. lore is handled by the promotional videos that they've released and the comics which they released on comics the Team Fortress series. blog, which are fantastic, and I recommend you go read them. How many how many comics are there about? Uh, I forgot to look that up actually before yeah. this, but from what I recall, there was like nine or ten. Okay. And there's cool. one more coming, so they they had like a series of six. Okay. And the fifth one was released a few months ago, and then this the sixth one is coming, or the sixth or seventh. I I didn't really look into that part. I was more doing okay. wiki, wiki research. Yeah, yeah. That's Very. It, I was yeah. I put in a real good fucking B plus effort. For, oh yeah. <laughs> for this report, there, boys. B, B plus effort for a B plus podcast. <laughs> Bs get degrees. That's it. <laughs> so uh, nine classes in Team Fortress. Right, so we have uh, the Scout, who is the fast one. He's got a double-barrel shotgun. Okay. Uh, so this is only for Team Fortress 2. TFC, uh, uh, it, uh, because it's not really super relevant, I did not look up the classes yeah, that's for hard. Team Fortress yeah. Classic because they don't really come into it too, too much until like the end of, of, of everything. So the Scout, uh, real name is Jeremy, no last name. No okay. last name. Uh, okay. He is from Boston. Is this a guy who turns invisible? That's a spy. That's the spy. Okay. Yeah. Different, we'll different class. We'll I rotated between, yeah. yeah. between spy and scout. Funnily actually, enough, though, because yeah. you mistake them for that, uh, the spy comes from a glitch in TFC where randomly players would appear as the wrong color, so people would <laughs> attack them, and then wow. they just integrated it into the ninth class, which is a spy. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's how the disguise, yeah. that's how the disguise kit came up. So, and the only way you could tell who they are is because Team Fortress has a really good system uh, in multiplayer where you can you cannot damage your teammates, yeah. and they cannot stand in front of you. So Friendly uh, models are transparent, so you pass. Oh, when they stand like right in front of you? Yeah, you pass. You pass through your friends. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. can't pass through enemies. Enemies. So if you see like a red guy you and you're red him. and you stop, yeah, he's a spy. Nice. And you can and then you can damage them. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and then we have the soldier whose real name and origin are completely unknown, but he goes by Mr. Jane Doe. Mr. Jane Doe. Mr. Jane Doe. I like that. Mr. Jane Doe. Mr. Jane Doe. Not Mr. John Doe. No, Mr. Jane Jane Doe, exactly. That's a good value. He's a complete lunatic. Yeah. And he is currently my main class, yeah. Awesome. So it's Uh, fitting, is what you're saying. Yeah. You you played him for stylistically. You're like, this guy's me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Got it. Um, Everything about the pirate was completely unknown. Race, gender, and origin are a complete mystery. Okay. The only lead we really ever had to go on is the voice actor who does all like the mumbles inside the mask. Is a man. Okay. Which is why I always lean towards he's a crazy man. Yeah. Not a woman, but there is still speculation that he is a woman, and he does have okay. uh, gendered cosmetics. So you can get like you can get like dude hats, open yeah, air yeah. quotes, like whatever, like a masculine quote, uh, yeah. like an angrier looking mask would be like a That's male, manly. a male cosmetic, right? <laughs> Whereas you can also get like the Rosie the Riveter bandana yeah. or like a little hat with a flower on it, like yeah. Ms., uh, it's like Ms. Marple or whatever, that old lady who solves oh, mysteries. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, whatever. Uh, could be a um, woman and just like a man is just stealing her job, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. mumbles. Classic but... man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not Those fair bastards. out there. It's not fair out there. Yeah. Uh, but everything about the power is completely unknown. Okay. Everything. 
then we have the Demoman. Uh, his real name is Tavish or Tavish Finnegan de Groot, and he is from Ulupul, Scotland, despite being black. Despite being black. Despite being black. A black Scot. Oh, okay. he, is, he, is, he is from Scotland. That's born and raised. Named Tavish. Uh, yeah, Tavish. It's, Tavish. There's, his, his parents are both blind. Because okay. he has a he has an eye patch, but both his parents are blind. Okay. And when, he, when he's not in around, canonically speaking, he is at home with his mother. Taking care of Who's a blind woman. <laughs> no, all she does is bitch at him. Okay. Oh. And I don't know if the joke is like that Dave Chappelle joke, like the blind black guy who turned into a KKK because he uh, didn't know it was black. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a less fucked up version yeah, of that. Whereas yeah. maybe because his parents are blind, they thought they were Scottish. I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't oh, tell you. Yeah. So what does the demo man do like in a round? Uh, so the demo man has uh, various grenades. So he has two jobs because he does have two basic loadouts. There's a demo man, there's a demo knight. Okay. So he has a grenade launcher, which is just that, right? So, and he has a few that have different behaviors, but by default he has a grenade launcher, which is just a grenade launcher. He has a sticky bomb launcher where you can lay traps. So you they stick to walls or doorways, you hide them under objectives, and then you can detonate them with the right mouse button and blow people up. Okay. You can also use that to jump, that sticky jumping, that which sticky is his version of it. Which you mentioned. I am not good at sticky jumping. Yeah. I don't know why. I can rocket jump like an absolute fucking master. Yeah. I can only commit suicide <laughs> with sticky, with sticky jumping, jumping. Yeah. and I don't have the no damage. There is the yeah, sticky yeah. jumper, which is a no damage. No damage. No, yeah. no damage one. I don't have it. Like, out of contact, sticky jumping sounds like the worst kind of jumping. Yeah. You just can't yeah. get off the ground. Yeah. Like, it's like, 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 like you're in goo. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Um, I hate it when that happens. I get stuck yeah. in goo, man. Uh, <laughs> well, all the time. All the time, dude. Like, um, and then yeah, everybody has a melee weapon, which doesn't really factor in anything. But okay. if you change his loadout, where if you change his grenade launcher for a pair of boots that boost your health and movement speed, and you change his sticky jumper or his sticky bomb launcher to a shield, and then give him a melee weapon, he becomes a demo knight, which okay. is a melee only class. Uh, and the main demo knight weapon is the Islander, which is a sword that gives you extra health. <laughs> and and he, this ex- is the Scott. Yeah, of course, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It gives you extra health and extra uh, movement speed every time you take a head okay. up to a maximum point. So you can actually overheal yourself and start moving as fast as a scout with okay. nothing but a sword and shield. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Currently, because I, re- I reset my stats after taking some time off on uh, Team Fortress, yeah. uh, my most kills in a life. I think I had 16 or 17 kills without dying, was as a demo knight. Oh, and yeah. I don't understand it. Hey, how it happened. Dude, hey, yeah. the, the other team was just like, a, just like the, the fucking new, the freshest yeah, pack of scrubs. a bunch of goobers they fresh out the gate. They yeah. can't stop a guy without a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, the, the game is 12v12, right? Like yeah. on a public server. And I got, 16, one, I got yeah. 16 kills nice. in a life, so I managed to wipe the entire team a time and a third. Yeah, yeah, and no, I don't nice. even understand how they yeah. could do that yet. Well, swords and, are pretty powerful. That's why they still use them in the military. Exactly. Yeah, and if, <laughs> <laughs> naturally, yeah. Drones versus swords. Drones versus swords, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. But, uh, and then the shields, if you right-click, you charge forward, and just at the end of your charge, you can hit a critical hit, which in general is usually an instant kill. Awesome. Yeah, oh, so cool. that would be the demo knight. So as a melee-only class... They're not. They don't serve a particular purpose other than more harassment. Like the demo knight is really good at taking down buildings or setting traps. The demo knight himself is both basically. If, if you just get really good uh, and want to meme on people <laughs> real hard, like I don't really know what his job is supposed to be. When you said demo knight, I was picturing him just wearing like club attire and like ready to go out for the night. Oh know? no! <laughs> demo tape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then of course all these characters have variations of their weapons that like modify their play style, but it's not a. Uh, it doesn't fundamentally change the class. Okay. Uh, after that, we have the heavy. His name is Mikhail. 
Hmm? He is from the. Uh, I didn't actually. I, so I went to the Wikipedia page for this, and wanted that like pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Click. Because he is from the Zugzer. Zugger, I don't know. <laughs> Zugger, he's from the Zugger Mountains, which are on the coast of Russia, which at the time of the game is the USSR, okay. uh, on the coast near Japan. But yeah, it's oh, on the far east. Uh, yeah, exactly. Near Kazakhstan. Yes. Uh, no, it's it's on the coast. It's like uh, okay. right below that part that sticks out and connects to Alaska. Okay. It's all snow all the time. Just yeah. nothing but sadness and bears. I, I don't know. That's, that's all I think <laughs> and about. Chain guns. In Russia, exactly. Yeah. And his minigun, whose name is Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> or at least there is one. So there's his default minigun is Sasha, which I use. I use a lot of stock weapons when I play. Yeah. Uh, Nat- uh, Natasha is the one that does slightly less damage, I believe, but slows people down. So okay. it's got a movement impairing effect. So, yeah. so it's kind of a support, support minigun. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he's got some various other ones that don't have uh, pretty Russian lady names. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, so it's spelled, just just in case anybody out there can pronounce this for me, it is <laughs> D-Z-H-U-G-D-Z-H-U-R Mountains. D-Z-H-U-G. D-Z-H-U-G-D-Z-H-U-R. So it's... Jugjar. Jugjar Mountains. Jugjar Mountains, right? If that's how that's supposed to be fucking pronounced. I have pronounced, no idea. Uh, it's just like things you can hold the water in. Jugjar. Jugjar, exactly, yeah. Goddamn drunks. Yeah. Um, Russian thing. Yeah. The engineer who has the most fleshed out backstory, uh, because his family plays a big part in this whole thing, which we will get into, uh, his name is Del Conniger, and he is from Bee Cave, Texas. Hmm. Uh, and his beef cake, Texas? Beef cake. Oh, I thought you said beef cake, Texas. It would be Ethan's favorite spot. Fucking Texas. Beef cake, Texas. Beef cake, Texas. My god. Um, yeah, so he's from Bee Cave, Texas. The Conigers are very important. The medic, his name is Dr. Ludwig. Or Ludwig, I don't know, however he wants to say that. Uh, he is from Stuttgart, Germany. Definitely Ludwig, then. Yeah. Ludwig, yeah. <laughs> Stuttgart. Yeah. Uh, the sniper is known only as Mr. Mundy, who originally we thought was from Australia, but uh, which will be explained later on. Okay. He's actually from New Zealand, uh, uh, as evidenced by the fact he doesn't have a huge bushy mustache. Okay. Is that does that is that evidence that of, is of that? Ad- completely, that have is, you met someone from Australia who doesn't with have a big bushy mustache? <laughs> 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 and finally, the spy. It, everything about him is unknown. Obviously, That's, that sounds that makes spy. sense. Yeah, um, makes more sense than the pyro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he is from France, and that's all we really know about him. Also, he is the scout's father. Oh, we know that Whoa. too. Yes. Okay. He cool. is the scout's father. Uh, originally in Meet the Spy, um, which was one of the promotional videos that they had released for, okay. alongside one of their updates. Um, it was Red Spy was Blue Scout's dad. Okay. But considering in the comics. Uh, red team are the main characters. Okay. They consolidated it, and spy in general is the father of Scout. Regardless of team, is regardless of color. Regardless of color. Way to go, Val. Mixed, <laughs> mixed team babies yeah. <laughs> is the Scout's father. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, and yeah, so that's it. So basically, the story of the entire game uh, starts back in the uh, early 19th century when a wealthy Englishman named Zephaniah Neodemus Mann... Oof, that's um, awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, man. First shot. Yeah, yeah, I didn't say that was yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, first shot. Yeah, if it's fucking wrong. So I managed to fuck that up on the first shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Yeah. You did it. I can't even see his notes. I'm just assuming. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Yeah, so around... Eight, this is, it starts around 1850. Uh, yeah, so Zephaniah Mann uh, was the owner and sole proprietor of Mann and Sons Munition Concerns, 
uh, which also just goes by Manco, which you'll see as the M-A-N-N Ant Company logo on many of the weapons yeah, in Team Fortress 2 because stuff. they basically make everything dangerous in the world. I haven't played much, but I feel like I've seen it on a shipping container. You see it on the, the crates. Yeah. yeah, it's also on the side. Uh, it's on the scope of the direct hit, okay. which is a alternate it's, soldier rocket. It's launcher. Val's Acme. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, that never occurred to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Valve's Acme is Manco. They okay. make everything. They ship it in wooden crates. Yeah, yeah. It's all in the '60s. Okay. Whatever. Fun. <laughs> um. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, it was uh, Zephaniah Man, uh, his wife Betty, and his three sons, Redmond, Blue Tark, and oh. Gray. I have a feeling like the the fact that they're named Redmond and Blue Tark is gonna come into play. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> meta. Yeah. Get out of here, man! Yeah. It's my episode. You yeah. want? Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, guys. I'm just looking at his notes. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, predictably, obviously, as they grew up, so it's obviously red team and blue team. Uh, red is owned by Redmond Man. Uh. So R E D is reliable excavation and demolition. And Blue Tark owns Blue, which is the Builders League United. Okay. And Gray, uh, we'll yeah. get into later. He owns the Gray team, which we will uh, what elucidate on what going forward. <laughs> yeah. So all game modes are canon, which you will which you will learn in every game mode. So whether it's arena or the horde mode, everything has a story reason now. Oh yeah. Naturally. Naturally. Of Why course. not? Yeah. Your deathmatch has got to have a reason, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, sadly, Betty Mann uh, died during childbirth. So she had three babies on the on same a, day. On, which was on the same day. Sept- September 2nd, 1822, Redmond, Blue Tark, and Gray were triplets. all born. Yep, triplets. Uh, however, um, Redmond and Blue Tark grew up without the knowledge of their brother, Gray Mann, because when he was born underweight and weak, Zephaniah Man ordered the baby to be smothered. However, just at that moment, on September 2nd, 1882... This just got dark. Yeah, I know. I got shivers, man. He was kidnapped by an eagle during Ah. the Great Eagle Scourge of 1822. The Great Evil Eagle Scourge. (laughs) (laughs) That's Providence if I ever heard of it. Okay, wait, he got kidnapped by an eagle and presumably not eaten alive. From the hospital, it swooped in and grabbed him. (laughs) Which quote was absconded by that great scourge of London. Oh my goodness. The eagle. Fantastic. Anyway, Gray was cared cared for by his eagle abductor. He was fed grubs and mice, kept warm under her breast, and accepted by her children. Oh, that is beautiful. So however that turns out... We will we'll find, we'll find out. out. Yeah, exactly. I'm so excited. <laughs> I told you. Because yeah. like, uh, apparently fucking horde mode needed context, and they were like, uh, eagle, eagle scourge. Wait, was this just to set up horde mode? Yeah, dog. Uh, <laughs> how can we make horde work? Yeah. Horde work. Scourge of eagles. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's we love this idea for a game <laughs> mode, but how can we make it fit contextually? How can we, how can we, how can we take our class-based capture the flag shooter and add a horde mode? Fucking eagles. Uh, I'm picturing Rock like a conference yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing a conference room where they're all sitting around a table for like twelve hours and they're all exhausted. Then one guy just drops his pencil. He's eagles. Like, I got it. <laughs> eagles kidnap the baby, and everyone just starts a slow clap for him. It's like you got it, man. That is it. That is it. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So then, uh, after after that, around 1850, there was no exact date. Around 1850, 1850, uh, Zephaniah takes his two surviving sons, uh, surviving air force, surviving air force, yeah. uh, to the United States, uh, where they buy uh, some gravel pits and some dust bowls, which is basically just uninhabitable, worthless land on the American frontier. 
Okay. So where Team Fortress is set is not known, but when it is. Because yes. there are calendars in the game, even when the game launched on 360, there are calendars in your spawn rooms, which do tell you exactly oh, yeah. when the game takes place, which we'll get into. It is like super interesting, because like the comics, the backstory wasn't set up at this point, was it? Uh, no, but they set it in the 60s, because uh, the art style of Team Fortress 2 is very much inspired by like American industrial artists. Okay. I had forgotten most of their names, but there's one, Norman Rockwell. Oh, Norman okay. Rockwell painting, so that's the very um, big square stuff, the big hands, the big noses, is, that's where the design... Did you paint that, uh, the diner? The Philly's Diner or whatever? Anyway, uh, this is not an art history entirely podcast. Entirely awesome. yeah. <laughs> Tune into the Norman Rockwell episode of yeah. Lore Boys. Lore Boys podcast. <laughs> I'm a mythological like, figure, to be fair. The, the prequel to the Team Fortress one. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing it Le- Legend of Zelda style, where we're just jumping around yeah, and exactly. playing games yeah. wherever we want. So it's where it splits at Norman Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> that's good that's good uh so gravel pit and dust bowl interestingly enough were one of the original or two of maps. the original maps that launched with team fortress 2 exactly um team fortress 2 with team fortress 2 yes okay yes i don't know the names of the maps in, in, in tfc okay. yeah no i did not look into tfc at all oh that's fair at, at all that's fair nobody talks about tfc anymore. that's it yeah, yeah. this I'm is the tf2 episode yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. tfc get out of here the, yeah. ha- the hashtags on, on our twitter right now are tf2 so yeah exactly, uh, exactly. not tfc yeah, yeah, yeah. That's at, not trending, believe it or yeah, not. At Loreboys. <laughs> at Loreboys. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter. <Yeah. laughs> um, but for whatever reason, he decided to purchase all this land out in the American frontier. Turns out gravel and dust are completely worthless. However, on a trip to Australia, he discovered what would... Oh, actually, sorry, at the time, on a trip to Terra Australis, oh. he had discovered something known as... that he had dubbed the Miracle Gravel, which he left to a woman named Elizabeth, who is the descendant of the original administrator. So the administrator is the woman's voice who announces everything in the round. Okay, okay. So, uh, Killing spree. Uh, exactly. It's yeah. like when the round begins, yeah, yeah. capture the flag. Everything that is announced over the speakers by that woman is is the administrator. <laughs> is that her name, though? Elizabeth was her grandmother. Okay. So we'll get into her. Her, Imagine... na- her actual her name, the living administrator's name is yeah. Helen. Okay. Imagine in real war there was someone who announced it. Like, like yeah, you did yeah. a shot. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, man. He's never able to get away with war crimes in that case. Monster Water drop torture. Yeah. Suicide. That'd be really common these days. Suicide. Drive your warthog off a cliff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Miracle Gravel will uh, get get in on. Uh, at this point, uh, Gray has resurfaced and begins to blackmail his father regarding the Miracle Gravel, um, and that's why Zephaniah Man intros it to Elizabeth to hide it away from Gray, who has turned out to be both competent and alive. And alive. That must be such a shock. You have a baby. It's born weak. Stolen by an eagle. Stolen by an eagle. <laughs> and it shows up 30 years later to blackmail you. You <laughs> must just be shitting your pants. Like, why? What? what is my life? What does Greyman look like? Does he wear feathers and, like, a cape or yeah. something? No, he like... identifies as a bird person. Yeah, he's featherkin, yeah. Eaglekin. Freedomkin. It's funny, because in bird culture, blackmail is considered a dick move. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Bird culture. <laughs> so it's at the same time where um, uh, Redmond and Blutark begin their eternal and pointless conflict over their uh, worthless plots of land. Oh, oh so, so they're competing over the it, gravels and dust bowl. Exactly. Oh, yeah. wow. Fantastic. Uh, so this is in 1851 is established, and the original blue team was comprised... So the original red team, I didn't find anything on, but the original blue team was comprised of uh, Billy the Kid, who was the original scout. 
Okay. Stonewall Jackson, who was the original soldier. I recognize these names, actually. <laughs> Billy the Kid, famous cowboy. Famous cowboy. Stonewall Jackson, famous guy from the Civil War. Yeah. He was on the yeah. uh, Confederate side. I was thinking, like, who the, yeah. who's the villains in the American yeah. Civil War? <laughs> this is not a U.S. Uh, American history podcast. Yeah, exactly. So... I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we might miss some of these names. Stonewall Jackson, original soldier. Abraham Lincoln was the original pyro. What? I recognize that name, too. Abraham actually. Lincoln sounds familiar as well. I think yeah. he had to do some part in America. Yeah, he invented the light bulb, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a camera. Yeah. What's more honest than death by fire? Right? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Nobel. This one that does make sense. Inventor of dynamite, or the discoverer of dynamite after dynamite had killed the person who invented it. Can't remember. Okay. Uh, Alfred, Nobel was, uh, Alfred Nobel was the original demo man. John Henry, who I have no idea who the fuck that guy is, but in the picture he's a huge John, black... Hen John Henry was a steel driving man. Black dude, huge black dude with a big <laughs> ass hammer. John Henry was a steel driving man. You got it. That's Trolls. all you gotta know. Yeah. <laughs> original, original heavy. Uh, Nikola Tesla, the original NG. That makes so, sense. Sigmund Freud, the original medic. Who what? Would, yeah, instead of a heel beam, would just run over to the other team and tell them they wanted to fuck their mother. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Like, yeah. Like, all just, wounds, yeah. all wounds are psychological in yeah, this game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just like show up, make a bunch of crazy arguments, yeah. and win. And, and the, Sigmund Freud is known for doing a lot of cocaine. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah, just gives cocaine oh, to yeah. everyone. Get back up. Uh, a syringe of cocaine. Yeah. Uh, Davy Crockett, who you know from his coonskin cap, yeah. uh, was the original sniper, and Fu Manchu, for some reason, the original spot. Don't know. Why not? He's the father of... Who, who, who was the original scout? The original scout was Billy the Kid. Well, Fu Manchu was Billy the Kid's father, so that makes a lot of there sense. There you go! Yeah. <laughs> I actually... I mean, we're not doing a history podcast, but now I've learned something about uh, Freud, did a lot of cocaine, and I learned something about Alfred Nobel. Uh, invented dynamite. I think so. Two things I, I could be wrong. Okay. Sigmund Freud and cocaine. Totally it, true. It's now yeah. canon in our universe. Yeah, so. exactly. In the Lore Boys <laughs> universe, Alfred Nobel invented dynamite, and Sigmund Freud did a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> Uh, however, uh, Redmond had also assembled his own team of mercenaries, uh, who are unnamed for whatever unnamed, reason, okay. and that's when they began their completely uh, pointless and un unwinnable war. So okay. Team Fortress 2 is basically, I suppose, on a meta level, a joke about online games, how yeah. technically every time you play, it doesn't matter because there's always going to be another round, yeah. and that's why Team Fortress 2 in universe is a constant stalemate of, yeah. meaning, of meaning, meaningless, meaningless fight. fighting, fighting. Nothing. Exactly. exactly so it's two brothers who hired exactly nine different yeah. archetypes of people it, exactly. to just clash to forever fight forever okay. you know maybe the naming plays into that too because maybe it's like you you have your team you have your mates and the other team is like these are faceless people in an online game you know what i mean you don't care who those people are you're playing with your buddies against 12 random strangers which i mean plays into the whole Team Fortress aspect. Yeah, it. it's interesting that there actually is lore in this shooter because, like, think of any other shooter, and there's not a lot of lore to go along with it. Like, yeah. like other shooters are based off of wars we've already had, yeah. but if it's a created thing, like, like Counter Strike, maybe there's a lore. Someone's really mad right now because they played a thousand hours and yeah. they, they've read every yeah, fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, every fucking thing. Yeah. I don't know much about other shooters, but this is actually blowing me away. Like, how, <laughs> how much has gone into this? And the fact that somebody like. I don't know how, how far into the podcast we are, but somebody's already been kidnapped by an eagle, which is just... I mean, that doesn't happen in many shooters, you know what I mean? An eagle has already kidnapped a baby during the Great Eagle Scourge of London, which yeah. is... And, like, like, how many eagles does it take to have a scourge? How many uh, how many eagles can like does it take to carry a baby? How big was the baby? Do eagles even stick it was one together? Bald eagle. Yeah. One bald eagle. I thought they were, like, solitary creatures. Like Eagles don't migrate, so it like, yeah, couldn't have been an African eagle. No. Uh. 
Oh, yeah. I made my very uh, stealthy return. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. I really shouldn't have started my day with coffee uh, yeah. and then moved on to beer. Probably should have just started with a fucking beer. Yeah. I, I, my kidneys are going to explode. <laughs> uh, so where were we? Right, unwinnable war. Uh, so 40 years later, uh, they were still engaged in the completely pointless and unwinnable war. However, to go back a bit, um, in August 21st, 1861, uh, Redman and Blutark men both sell their gravel mines to Barnabas Hale for five cents. Uh, and then Hale then turns them into a coal mining job, promising jobs for the surrounding region. So Barnabas Hale is the grandfather of Saxton Hale, who is the current owner and CEO of Manco. Of Manco, okay. Of Manco. Also, uh, which was completely unintentional, apparently, uh, one of Saxton Hale's uh, arch rivals is the National American Anagram Society, because Saxton Hale... <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> Saxon, <laughs> the, the National American Anagram Society anyway. is the enemy of anyone. Is just fascinating. Particular, but. particularly him, because by apparently what is a complete accident. Saxton Hale's name is a perfect anagram for hot anal sex. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> and you say this is accidentally, so they called him Saxon Hale, and eventually somebody figured that out and they made the canon that? Uh, yeah, exactly. That is so fantastic. That is the most fantastic coincidence I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and God bless the guy who looks at Saxton Hale, the autistic kid who looks at Saxton <laughs> Hale, and just sees hot anal sex. Yeah. Like. Like, picture, like, that meme of, like, the person looking and, like, all the equations going down. Hot anal sex. Hot anal sex. It would be, like, phantom dictionaries and also phantom, like, butt porn bits. (laughs) (laughs) All thinking of. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so anyway, at some point, uh, as Blutark, uh, Blutark ran near death from old age, he called an expert craftsman named Radigan Conniger, who is the, who is, who was the Blue Engineer's grandfather. So what's his anagram? I like his name though. Like uh, both of those. Ranigan. Ranigan Conniger. Like yeah. that. The Igger and yeah. Igan. It like it flows well. It's Conhag. Yeah. Welcome to the We Try and Make Anagrams podcast. Three idiots try and make an anagram. Ranigan Conniger. Uh, so, so basically, what he wanted, he uh, contracted Radigan Conniger to use the Miracle Gravel, okay, as a power source. To... Okay, does the Miracle Gravel actually have some property to it Ab- that makes it special? Absolutely. Okay, so it is valuable. Are we I'm, getting to it, or I, is I, it? I, I did my best to put this together to make okay. it an interesting story yeah, to, build up, thankfully, to build up. Thankfully, thankfully, uh, like a post of Zelda, we only have the one timeline to go with. Yeah, so yeah. I, I tried to, I tried to sex it up. Yeah, a bit. yeah. That's Where's right. Greyman right now, or Greyman, or whatever? Greyman Gray had blackmailed his father. <laughs> okay. Or the Miracle. Gravel. At which point, the Miracle Gravel was squirreled away okay. by Elizabeth, the original administrator, yeah, the original and is now no longer in the story, presumably because he's in the background attempting to find the cachet. Or cash of Miracle Gravel. Great. Right. That's Gray Man. Gray Man. Gray Man. Exactly. Not Clear Redman. that cash. Not Redman. Redman and Blutark have just sold their properties, which turn out to be valuable because they make coal mines on them. Exactly. Apparently. Yep. Which is a fantastic little twist. And now, who's trying to get the, the Miracle Gravel? Uh, Redigan. At, at present, Radigan Conniger is being contracted by Blutark Man to create a life-extending machine. Uh, so that he could live forever. And he says, okay. quote, to make him a monster. Ooh. Wait, Blue Tark wants to become a monster. 
Yes. Oh, wow. Because he wants to live forever. Kudos. However, he knows that would make him a monster. A monster. Okay. Uh, so he's um, accepting it. So, so for you two, would you rather die or live forever as a monster? Live forever as a monster. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I've, I've re- because I've read the comics, I know what the life extending machine is like. Because yeah. remember, the furthest these games get to is still basically 40 years ago. Yeah. Well, so if, 50 at this if point. you imagine what a computer looked like, even in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> imagine what a thing that had to keep you alive, yeah. powered yeah. by Miracle Gravel, would look <laughs> like <laughs> for myself. Just imagine like, like a, a coal miner just like shoveling it into, yeah. <laughs> shoveling the miracle gravel into the machine. You know? uh, for myself though, like to live forever as a monster, that sounds like modern day hell though. It's like no, you live that. forever in tor- like in a tortured state, or you die with your limited time, and you can just be proud of that time. Yeah, uh, live forever. Blue Shark is basically at this point once once a life ex- life extending machine is hooked up, he's basically uh, he continues to age but not die. So if you've ever seen the picture of the oldest man on earth, who's like okay. that Chinese man yeah. who basically looks like a scarecrow. So we're talking about a puddle now. Yeah, a puddle I that is a person. Like <laughs> you, just, you just get dustier and dustier yeah, and yeah. dustier, and you never stop. I you just feel can't like every single person would say die if they actually experienced yeah. eternity <laughs> as a monster. Yeah. But anyways, what? Yeah, live forever. I mean, I, I could stop stressing, you know what I mean? Why are you always bringing this philosophical bullshit into our podcast? Yeah. You know, you're just like, which Triforce do you want? And we talked about, talked about the nature of power and how it would corrupt all things. Yeah. Every once in a while, you got to take a step back, you know? Look, that's why people come here. Look at existence. Yeah. Through the lens of Team Fortress 2. Yeah, that's it. And just be scared of eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so after returning from his meeting with Blutark, so, um, uh, Red, uh, sorry, Radigan Conagher is a man of few words. The only thing he ever says to Blutark in the entire meeting is, okay. Oh. <laughs> so, Blutark goes on this huge... Not a man of few words, a man of one word. One, well, this is, <laughs> one is few, yeah. And he goes on this huge spiel about how he wants to be, he wants to be a monster, he wants to live forever to make sure that he can outlive his brother and finally win this completely pointless war over these two plots of land that at this point they don't even own anymore. Yeah. If you recall, it's been sent it's been sold, sold to the to the to uh, the Hale family. Yeah. yeah. Right. That that um, reward would turn like ash into your mouth. Once you beat your brother, what's left? No, as someone who has two brothers, yeah, I better fucking outlive them both. Yeah. They better <laughs> die before I do. Are, are you the youngest? <laughs> no, I'm the middle. Oh fuck yeah. I'm the oldest. I, I have literally time, no chance of outliving my sister. Because women generally live longer than men yeah. in the first place and she's also Two years younger than me. Okay. So Th- that's uh, old stats, man. That was like back when there's wars going on. Oh, yeah, we, got yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a chance. We got a chance. We're bumping up those numbers. Yeah. Come on, yeah. boys. Yeah. Come on. Just exercise for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> just want to bury my fucking sister, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't we all? <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> I love oh. oh Christ. Two fortress too, right? Yeah, two fortress too. <laughs> Uh, anyway, upon returning to his store that evening, Radigan found a stranger who had already made her way past his locked door. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> she's, she's a sly devil. Turns Clearly. out it is um, Elizabeth. The, the, original, the original administrator. Who bribes him with the miracle gravel, which is known as Australium. Australian. Oh, that's Australian. a good name for it. It is, it is an element found only in Australia. In Terra Australis. In Terra Australis, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it became Australia after Australia. Oh, okay. It is, it is, it is, it is quoted as, as being a, a powerful element found only in Australia, which has caused the nation of unintelligent savages to become extremely intelligent <laughs> and develop such technological mar- marvels as teleportation and cloaking techniques, okay. which, for the record, 
is in 1890 at this point. There okay. goes all Australian visitors. Uh, listeners. Listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Robin, Robin Walker, the guy who created the original mod with other person, uh, is from Australia, okay. which yeah, is yeah. why Australia be- becomes a centrally, uh, a, a, a universally mocked but central theme okay. to the uh, Team Fortress universe. Okay, uh, like right. um, Saxton Hale and uh, Billius Hale and, and the Hale family are all from Australia. They all hail and from They all hail from Australia. Hail from Australia. <laughs> Hot anal sex. Hot yes. anal sex hails from Australia. All Australia, yeah. all the time. Um, um, so I guess in 1892, like, that language wouldn't be unheard of, you know what I mean? Like, if that's how it was described in 1890, that kind of stands to reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The past sucks. Yeah, the like, past, uh, past always, always Yeah, the past is yeah, always yeah, worse. Yeah. Like, I like yeah. that he can poke fun at his own country. Yeah, right? that's great. Yeah, that's well, great. I think, I think like, like, we can make fun of our country as well. I love yeah. South Park, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, she bribes him with Australium to build a life-extending machine for Redmond as well. Oh, because, why? Because Manco benefits... From, from their, their war. unending war because okay. they make weapons for them. Yeah. All right. So the administrator now works. Still, still <laughs> works. Yeah, still she, works for Manco, she, and she knows. She that does it for job security. Exactly. Basically. Job, <laughs> job security going on forever. So yeah. if, if her and the Hale family can supply weapons to two sides of an unwinnable war, yeah. they have business forever. Yeah. So she bribes him with the Australian. He agrees, and also exposure to Australia made him super intelligent. So he went on to develop the life extender machines for Redmond and Blutark now, as well as basically all of the technology that the engineer in-game eventually develops and uses blueprints, sentries, teleporters, cloaking devices, dispensers, mediguns, shit like that. Uh, So now basically the story kind of cuts off for a bit, but we do have some key dates and some quick little things here. So um, July 17th, 1894, Radigan Conagher finishes building the life extender machine for Blutark Man. August 3rd, so just a couple of weeks later, he finishes the one for Redmond. Okay. Uh, And now uh, we cut to Australia, where uh, the game mode King of the Hill was invented. So so January 25th, 1895, uh, there was a headline uh, on Here's Some News, Mate, the newspaper run by the Australian government. But that's a real newspaper, I think. Uh, I I wouldn't wouldn't know. Here's the news, mate. I I wouldn't doubt it. You buy it with $3 reduced. (laughs) (laughs) So the headline says, Hills Discovered, and here's some news made, and it runs a story about Australia stating in mysterious new geographic lumps, confound men of Australian science. (laughs) (laughs) On March 6th, a headline, War Mate, comes out, where the King of Australia declares war on the hills, stating there will be a time to study these so-called hills after they are dead. (laughs) And then on April 5th, 1895, the headline, King Conquers Hill, is reported oh by Gerson Newsmate, where it's <laughs> where the headline states "Coward Mound surrendered without a fight." Uh, so now we have a King of the Hill, and now we have the yeah. invention of the King of the Hill yeah. game time. It is funny to hear you say because if we're considering this as like real life, uh, King of the Hill would be Bloodsport, basically. Like this is warfare. Yes. It's funny to hear you say the the mode of warfare is invented but, at this time. <laughs> the, king, the king of the king yeah. of Australia, the king of Australia. Fight, fighting a pile of dirt. Fighting a pile, yeah. of dirt. A cowardly pile of dirt. Yeah, that that's slander by the newspapers. You know it, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can't trust the media. It's, it's all fake, fake news. news. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what does Fox have to say about yeah. this? I see. I see. You see these cowardly mounds. Yeah, yeah. MSNBC. That's it. Yeah, you fuckers. We need alternative TF2 historians. Yeah, we need Alex Jones. Alex Jones. I'll read the fucking Breitbart story. Yeah, exactly. But kick of the hill. We need the truth. Yeah, give me the truth, Breitbart. 
How many uh, reptiles played a part in all this? Dude, all of them. All, are they're reptiles. all reptiles. Obviously, okay, yeah, I should have known. King of Australia in 1895 or whatever I said. <laughs> reptile. Lizard man. Was a reptile. What? Lizard man. I'm fucking with you now. It's hard to tell sometimes, you know? Yeah. What's true? What is it? Yeah. E- Eagle scourge. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but I'm fucking with you on that one. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. No lizard people in Team Fortress 2 at time of recording. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so January 23rd, uh, in 1900, Manco invents the robot, as is revealed by the same Australian newspaper. Here's some news, mate. However, people are suspicious of these robots, and, um... Why do you say it like that? Is because it, yeah. it, is, it is hyphenated. So it is R-O-B-O-T. Okay. I thought it was like they're all in a boat, and they're just, they're bots. Oh, I, I was thinking, like I think it's a robot. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah. like automated canoe machine. yeah, yeah. 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 A motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking about a motorboat. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Um, however, after people have become suspicious of the robots, they don't trust them. Manco assures them that these automatons will only ever be used for violence. And, uh, <laughs> and what an assurance! Like, don't worry, guys. We're just going to use these to kill people. The people of Australia uh, felt reassured by this fact and Actually. allowed robots to continue existing in Australia. Okay. Um, and on a, on a minor note, the poll shows that Robin is the most popular Australian girl's name, which is of course Robin Walker making fun of himself okay. being named Robin. Okay. <laughs> they think it's a girl's name. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, January twenty fourth, nineteen ten, Manco finally wins their bid to become the sole munitions supplier uh, for the red and blue for the teams. The red and blue teams. So yeah. now they are the only people making guns, which of course uh, was planted by the original administrator when yeah. she gave Australium to Radigan Conagher. Yeah. Wow. So she's a sly devil. This she one. is. This Elizabeth. She knew exactly two, what she was doing. Are these two brothers their like number one source of income? Basically, yeah. Must wow. Be, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, they make other products as well that yeah, are like yeah. referenced throughout the universe. But as far as the history of the game goes, yeah. yeah, wow. yeah. Imagine uh, in the Civil War, bring it back to the Civil War. Imagine you were selling guns to the North and the South. Yeah. So, dude, you'd make so much money. Uh, exactly. uh, just on, a, on, just to get super real for a second, and kind of sad. Didn't the states do that with like Afghanistan and the Soviet Union? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's been a lot of stuff. I mean, the, the whole Iran Contra deal yeah. was like, the states was like. Yeah, this is getting very political, and my knowledge of it is admittedly limited. Limited, yeah. but but there was I know more about Team Fortress Two. Yeah, there was some we, stuff going on in Central America, and the states decided to give them weapons so that they could get I mean, profits back. Basically. It, yeah, it was basically drug lord v communist exactly. or something. Probably who knows. But imagine getting in a fight. Don't with your quote brother. me on that. I don't think that. I don't yeah. know if that's true. <laughs> imagine getting in a fight with your brother to the scale that it creates a microeconomy. Like. That's true, Manco. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? Uh, yep, so that's it. And then in 1921, at some point, um, President Franklin D. Roosevelt uh, blows off both his legs while rocket jumping. Whoa. Uh, that's right. And as I remember a, that happening. Uh, as a result, he perfects the modern staircase so that people don't need to rocket jump onto higher points anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what was the date? Uh, that is at some point some point in 1921. So we're saying 1921 stairs were invented. Uh, perfected. Perfected per- by... And, and modern stairs. Modern stairs were invented as we know them yeah. by American President FDR after blowing up after both blowing his up legs his own in, in, in a rocket jumping accident. So your options are ladders or shoot a rocket yeah. at your legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. today we'd be talking about so much like history, you know what I mean? Like well, real... See, Fortress real 2 life. takes place on Earth, yeah, like, yeah. like alternate Earth. Yeah. Wha- it's, it's fucking wacky Earth. Wait, is this not... This is not real? Oh, oh my god! I didn't realize I didn't realize I led you guys astray. Yeah, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm, I've, been, I've been taking this as canon. Dude, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, all right, my bad. <laughs> uh, I thought President Lincoln had a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. I remember yeah. reading about the Great Eagle Scourge. That's why it's just like, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and then in 1930 is when Team Fortress Classic takes place. Okay. So that retcons in the explanation as to why in 1930 there's all this crazy, basically reskinned Half-Life technology is yeah. due to Australium, Australium and Magnum. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So Red and Blue Shark hire their classic mercs to battle the Gravel Wars, uh, and then uh, Billius Hale, who is the uh, second generation. I, I think I forgot the original Hale, like the Hale Patriarch's name. But his son is Billius Hale. I thought it was like Zecharinius or something. No, that's Zephaniah Man. Zephaniah Man. He's Sorry, that's the name. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Billius Hale supplies, obviously, the TFC, TFC. red and blue teams with their weaponry okay. in, in 1930. Is Elizabeth still kicking at this point? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because she is old enough and the current administrator is old enough that there was only two of them opposed to three. But one's her granddaughter. Uh, no, one is her daughter because the administrator oh, okay. currently for Team Fortress 2 is a very old is woman. Hale. Yeah. Uh, no, is Helen. 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 Yeah. Um, in 1932, the American soft drink magnate Theopolis Bonk adds <laughs> sugar to the same mixture as the first set of batteries, creating Bonk Cola. Bonk Cola. Bonk Atomic Punch is a secondary weapon for the scout that gives him um, added speed and invincibility for eight seconds. Okay. However, it is intensely poisonous as it is simply sugar mixed with batteries. Is that <laughs> name a play on the Jazz Artist Thelonious Monk? Uh, Theopolis. Uh, oh, sorry. Theophilus Bonk? Possibly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, also in 1932, New Zealand is, in is encapsulated in a giant glass dome and sunk to the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Well, if Australia is doing so well, exactly. that kind of makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, September 1st, 1939, World War II begins, uh, which is uh, this is where the timelines cross over. This is where the, um, the uh, universe of the of Team Fortress 2 uh, crosses with the universe of our current timeline okay. and we existed for a brief moment at the same together. I do remember all the teleporters in World War 2. Most that of the is, teleporters, yeah. Definitely teleporters, sentry guns, yeah. soda that makes you invincible. Yeah. Um, that was all World War 2. Cloaking devices. Yeah. Did World War 1 happen? Uh, World War 1 did happen, however okay. it does not play into the story of Team no, Fortress 2. Uh, the Mann family and the Hale family had nothing to do with it. Okay. Uh, simply due to the fact this is when some now we're now that we're in the 30s now is when some of the Team Fortress 2 characters are currently alive. Okay. Yeah. They're, okay. They're yeah. born. They're little babies. It, oh, not even uh, the soldier. Uh, Mr. Jane Doe himself uh, <laughs> was rejected by every branch of the U.S. military. However, <laughs> undaunted. Uh, he bought his own ticket to Europe, and after arriving, after arriving and finally locating Poland, he taught himself how to load and fire a variety of weapons before embarking on a Nazi killing spree for which he was awarded several medals that he designed and made himself. You have to wonder how inept you have to be to get refused by every branch of the American military In the during World War II. Like, <laughs> at the start of World War II. That seems kind of messed up. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then in 1941, in 19, September 1941, the Heavy's father, who was a counter-revolutionary, is killed, and the Heavy, his mother, and his sisters are all shipped to a gulag uh, in the Jirgaburga Wagabuga uh, fucking mountains. Jir Jirgaburga. Oh, Jirgaburga. Jir it's to Jirgaburga. Jirgaburga Mountains. Jirgaburga. Yeah, whatever. That's what we call it. Uh, and then uh, later that a few months later in 1942, a New Zealander infant known as Mun D uh, accidentally breaks a hole in the country's underwater dome. Okay. Uh, you say Mun D like it's two names. Like it is Mun, Mun last hyphen name D. D. It's based, It's like Cal L. Okay. So his parents, because um, they were trying to escape in a rocket ship, and while they were arguing with each other to escape New Zealand at the bottom of the ocean, as escaping infant, in a rocket ship. Yep. You'd think they'd do better with a submarine. Uh, you, but they had to get to the top of the dome. <laughs> oh, top of the point, dome. Right? Submarine from there. Okay, I got you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like Crocodile the, Dundee. The infant Mundy. Yeah, Mundy. Yeah. The infant Mundy um, <laughs> launches into the rocket by himself, uh, by accident, crashes through the underwater dome. Uh, floods while New Zealand. Rocks, floods New Zealand. So this is the start of Wind Waker. Leaving exactly, <laughs> <laughs> leaving his parents, leaving his parents as the only two surviving New Zealanders on Earth at this time. So there are two oh. surviving New Zealanders in 1942. And then the rocket crashes in Australia, where the baby is raised by the Mundy couple, M-U-N-D-Y, okay. um, oh. and eventually grows up to become the sniper. Okay. So okay. to explain, to explain, to explain, to explain. <laughs> to explain. <laughs> I'm gonna get real Australian for this next I'm, part. I'm so fucking sorry though. <laughs> <laughs> to explain why the uh, uh, sniper does not have a fantastic blonde mustache on his face is because he is not from Australia, he is from New Zealand. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Kiwis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, this, this only comes into play, so remember this, that, uh, September 2nd, 1945, World War II ends. It sounds about... I mean, I know the year's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, 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 <laughs> how did how did that all end though? Did I, they just like blow a whistle like everywhere? Oh no, no, they blew away Japan with a couple of atomic bombs, yeah. and then I think Germany surrendered. Which was in August. Slightly before August eighth and August twelfth, I think the two two atomic bombs in. Yeah, Japan. and Germany had surrendered either slightly before or slightly after that. I slightly really before. I fucking hate myself that I don't before. know much about yeah. Germany. Yeah. Germany uh, surrendered before Japan for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, maybe not. Japan definitely surrendered pretty quick after we, yeah. after the United States dropped the bombs. Yeah. Tweet Ethan the Dead Man to uh, tell him when World War Two ended. Yeah, please do. <laughs> what, 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 who was the last boss of World War Two? Was it Japan or Germany? Yeah, was it Japan or Germany? <laughs> <laughs> the final boss. Yeah, it, it, Japan. The Japan boss was actually pretty easy. There was this hack where you just blow them up. And just, <laughs> oh, yeah. just a hack, and you just fly over, and it's like it's over so quick. I'd say no. You just like you spec for science the whole way, yeah. and then right at the end you just <laughs> yeah. blow them away. Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point in 1945, uh, we assume uh, Jeremy, who will later take on the moniker of the Scout, is born around 1945. Okay. okay. So he's in his early 20s or close to his early 20s at the time of T4. So his father presumably celebrating the end of the war. Uh, correct, yes, because his father is the spy who is from France. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, 1949, the soldier, Mr. Jane Doe, uh, ends his Nazi killing spree in Poland. <laughs> 49. Upon hearing that World War II had already ended in 1944. <laughs> Four years earlier, right? <laughs> I love the idea of a Nazi who yeah. just doesn't know that it's yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and then we skip up, uh, skip up ahead. So not too, too much happens over the next uh, nineteen or sixteen years. Yeah, the so Korean it, War, but it, whatever. Yeah, well, they're apparently not involved, yeah. right? Uh, so the, the mans and the and the, the mans and the hails team, yeah. and the red team, and the blue team. Of course, like most of them have been born at this point, yeah. right? Because the, the scout, being the youngest, visibly at least the youngest person yeah. on the team, was born roughly in nineteen forty-five. Okay, so there you go. They're so all everybody's born. alive. Everybody's doing shit. Yeah. Soldier is. Committing murders, yeah. vigilante Atrocities, murders, yeah. Yeah. vigilante murders in Poland by accident for yeah. four years because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. So in 1965, Blutark Man at some point realizes his life extender machine is failing because they're running out of Australium. He contacts the Blue Engineer, the current engineer Del Conagher, okay, um, to fix it. So he provides him with all the blueprints from Radigan's original design, original yeah. designs for many, many, many things. Um, that they had actually robbed from Radigan's desecrated grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so, uh, Dell, so current engineer, uh, Dell managed to repair and improve the design of the life extender machine, and then also designs the sentry gun, the teleporters, and the dispensers that they use in game. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's it. So June 1968 is when Team Fortress 2 is launched. Happening. 
Exactly. So day one, October 9th, 20, 2007. 2007. 2007. Good year. Yeah. Team Fortress 2 comes <laughs> Good out. Good year. Good years. 2007. Good year. Team Fortress 2 comes out. It starts June. June 1968. Okay. Nine individuals. The scout, soldier, pyro, demo man, heavy weapons guy, the engineer, the medic, spy, and the sniper. We're all recruited. Re- I could peace. Recru- I could peace. Yeah. 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 Are you guys picking up on the yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm picking up. All right, good. Yeah. Um, I speak Italian. So. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. <laughs> but I could peace. Ah, you know, I can read a, I can read the brand on a, on a jar of spaghetti. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Uh, Classical. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's real Italian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after life extending machines are improved and repaired, uh, 1968. Team Fortress 2 starts, and everything starts going fucking crazy. Is that, yeah. like, during the Cold War? 1968 is still in the Would midst of the Cold, Cold War, War yeah, so the heaviest from the USSR, uh, yeah. but the entire the entire game and all modes are still set in the United States. Okay. Because okay. they're set on Gravel Pit or Dust Bowl or, Dust Bowl, or Two yeah. Fort, which are all, play, are all locations in the, okay. you know. You said the life-extending machine was improved. Correct. Does, does that mean they're not... Like, it makes people not just, like, these terrible uh, bodies. Well, they're already pretty shitty yeah. because they've been in crappy ones for so yeah. long. Uh, it's simply... Improved. Oh, so they're As in it, the machine. It can, exactly. Oh, uh, it's, okay. it's basically... They're, they're wheelchair-bound and basically plugged into what looks like an iron lung. Okay. Right. And it's full of Australium, and that, that's what keeps them alive. Okay. It was simply improved now because from what I remember from the comics, um, it can actually bring them back from the dead. Uh, oh. So in his conversation with Del Conagher, uh, Blue Tark Man actually dies for five or six seconds and then is brought back to life by yeah. the machine. So it's not so much keeping them alive so much as resuscitating them when they die. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just every time they it, die, it just gives them a little shot. It does exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like if you had like a pin in your collar, so that, like every time your head starts to droop, if you're trying to stay awake, it just like prick you. Yeah, and exactly. Like, kind of yeah, like yeah, pick yeah. back up. You're like, oh, like, like, I'm awake. I'm awake. Like Vietnamese torture. Yeah, yeah. I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> That's a good idea, man. Hard time staying awake sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just like listen, well, uh, yeah. I like a sharpened pencil. Yeah. 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 Like a syringe. Yeah. 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 Full of stimulants. Yeah, exactly. Caffeine. It's full of weedies. Full of weedies? Yeah, you blend weedies and you stick it in a circle. Oh, which I didn't realize right weedies yeah. were a stimulant. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course you yeah, are. A bowl it's of weedies. The, the breakfast of champions. You always, yeah. They always put like gold medal running people right. on the box, right? Caitlyn Jenner used to eat it. Caitlyn Jenner? Well, yeah. now I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how long you should eat it for, because that, that whole thing ended up it turned out in a weird way. It was a twist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. twist. Weedies. Oh, gives you a hormone imbalance. Can you too. imagine that is their their slogan? Like that's their, their, their gives you a twist. A new ad campaign. Yeah. We need to get at us if you want us to run People your ad campaign. Yeah. Dog, that would go worse than that fucking Pepsi thing that just oh. happened. Speaking of Jenners. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking yeah. Of Jenners. yeah. Oh fuck, that's true. I didn't make, I didn't make that. Speaking one. of Jenners and Jenners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back on track there, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so that's when, of course, in 1968, when Helen, a descendant of Elizabeth, was the original administrator and current admin, um, starts working with uh, Saxton Hale. Oh, Barnabas. Well, Excuse me. I, I did Barnabas right. Barnabas, Barnabas Hale. Hale, who was the original Hale, then Bilius Hale, and now Saxton Hale. So we're it, it's three generations because the games are still set in the past. Okay. Have you ever met a Barnabas or a Barnaby? No. Barney, no. No, yeah, me neither. You call him Barney. I, 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 oh, like no, I have. Joe's old bar- barber. 
Oh, I do know Barney. Yeah, yeah. I had him too. He cut my hair. Okay. Barney anyway. the barber. Barnabas <laughs> the barber. Barnabas. <laughs> do you think he chose the profession based on his name? Probably. Barnabas is barber. Yeah. Mm. Like my name's Barnabas. What could I possibly do? Barber. Yeah. Barber. My name's James Miller. I better start a mill. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. can make new Wheaties. I don't endorse that statement. No. That was a three beer statement. <laughs> <laughs> Not a real. That was a uh, three Rickards blonde. Speaking, right? no. Speaking of three beers, I've been waiting for a moment. Yeah. Hey, oh, feels good. Feels oh, good. Oh, feels so good. Yeah. Oh, that little mist <laughs> that crack yeah. my nose. Exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, current administrator is also running a shadow company inside Manco known as TF Industries. So, Team Fortress. Okay. But it's it, only known canonically as TF. TF Industries. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, at some point, the Red Demo Man and the Blue Soldier meet and become friends on the battlefield. Okay. However, uh, this means weapon sales start to go down. So this is they because have they, they had peace basically. exactly yeah. yeah exactly. So they had what was called the war update, uh, in which there was a competition. Uh, so like, they, are you saying update like the game was updated? The game was updated. Okay, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this adds context to the war update. So what happened in the war update was every class started getting alternate loadouts. Okay. okay. All right. In each update, they start with the pyro update, and then the heavy update, and then they had they kept going. So they did the demo man and the soldier at the same time, and this contextualizes okay. the war update. Okay. At which point they got new loadouts, yeah. but there was also a competition for our non like TF2 players. What does an alternate loadout mean? It means different guns. That exactly. You play well, with? Okay. like I was talking at the beginning, when you have different guns that have yeah. slightly different behaviors. You take okay. the boots instead of your rocket launcher. Exactly. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you take a, a a thing that does no damage, so you can jump higher. Okay. And shit. okay. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, so, and there was a competition online, How, whoever won the war, which was online, they had a stat tracker. Okay. Where One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If more demo men killed more soldiers, they would win a new loadout item. Okay. And then if more soldiers killed more demo men, they would win the more That's loadout. That's a fun little game. Yeah. So what ended up happening was the soldiers actually won. So the um, what are what's the weapon called? The gun. It's the gunboats. Oh, it's called gun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, the, the gunboats. Yeah. So the the loadout item that ended up coming out at the end of the update was called the gunboats, and okay. it was a pair of boots that would replace your secondary weapon that would reduce blast jumping damage by seventy five percent. So you could rocket jump or sticky jump. Of course, rocket jump since the soldiers won. Yeah. It was reduce. Rocket jump damage by 75%. Oh, so yeah. currently, your self damage is still way reduced from your damage to enemies. Yeah, like yeah. a rocket does whatever, like let's say 100 damage, you yeah, do yeah. 45 to yourself. It reduced that 45 by 75%. So when you landed, 
you would still have way more health than you would have, mm. but you would not have a secondary weapon, and obviously the rocket wow. launcher takes a long time to reload. That's Did awesome. Valve ever cave and, like, give a bonus to the demo man too? No. That they didn't give to, like, necessarily to other classes? No. No? No. Okay. Good for them. And, uh, uh, strangely enough, they had Heavy versus Pyro recently, because they oh, are yeah. the classes that apparently got nerfed the most that people complain about. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I used to main Pyro. I never found Pyro People are always going to complain, man. Yeah. <laughs> like... Fucking, yeah, Brass Beast, OP, uh, yeah. Valve, please nerf. What, my experience or it's like a revolver in Counter-Strike that was basically uh, just like an op. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was the charger revolver. So you had to, like, you had to you had to press the button, like, like 0.75 seconds before it actually shoot, right? Like, or are you talking about the, the Desert Eagle? Not the Deagle, no. The Deagle is always yeah, been, like, basically the same thing. Wandy, Wandy, no. Wait, What's uh, a revolver called? Just to, just to go off on a Valve there, updates, a multiplayer games tangent. There's a bunch of revolvers. I couldn't tell you what it is right now. It's the newest one that came out that was like a one-hit kill. Um, So it is It is a charge revolver. I, okay. I played very recently at Ethan's place for maybe like 30 seconds. But to be honest, like I said in the last podcast, my computer is dying, so I'm not up to date yeah. with everything. But I was going to speak about uh, my experience with Rocket. Yeah, my, yeah my, my, my experience I'm with... I'm uh, on a remote. Like, the most terrible... <laughs> my experience with rocket jumping was I would always aim just a little bit off and fly completely where I did not want to be and yeah. get annihilated. The key is... Okay, so the, the key is you've got a lot of finger yoga to do, basically. You, you have finger to, yoga. You, you, well, you have to be like a to-the-core PC gamer to kind of get into the rocket jumping. Sure. Habit. Like, I taught myself uh, with a uh, rocket launcher called um, uh, the Cow Mangler 5000. Okay. Which was the... It had infinite ammo and five in a clip because it was a, a ray gun. So you would charge it up. You, like, crank it. You never ran out of ammo, but it barely did any damage to buildings was the trade-off, right? Okay. So um, basically what, what would happen with that one, I, you have to crouch, jump, and shoot at the exact same time uh, to launch yourself forwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like those things feel so wonky. Like, when people get good at them, they're great, but, like, to a new player, it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's so hard to do, right? Well, when I was at my prime in Team Fortress, like, my buddies would watch me play, and they, I had my uh, friend uh, actually record my hands yeah. to see, like, what was going on. And even when I look at it, because you don't have to look at the keyboard, he, yeah. he, and he was just like, God, because of your fucking knuckle hairs, man, it looks like there's a fucking tarantula just, like, <laughs> skittering around on the keyboard, just, like, scuttling all over the place. But the good thing, yeah. T-Fortress, thankfully, have, like, really kind of yeah. combined controls. There's yeah. three number keys, three to five, depending okay. on your class, and then control... Space bar. Yeah. yeah. As another little side note, like playing Counter Strike, I've had very interesting experiences. I ha- I met someone in the lobby who had just broken up with his girlfriend and lost his brother in the same year. Oh and my he, god. He was very sad, right? And he started singing, and he was singing about his his feelings, right? And and then someone brought an accordion out and started playing <laughs> along. Fuck. Yeah. So you guys have like a like a support group in a CS lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so so they started playing the accordion. The guy's singing and it's beautiful. And this is how he's dealing with this thing. And I also have an accordion. So I brought out another accordion. We had two accordions and a guy singing what? about losing his brother what? and getting dumped by his girlfriend. And it was one of the most magical experiences I've had in an online lobby. It was. I mean, so it, it, like real. all things considered, like, just on a quick side note, like the internet gets a bad rap because like people send mean tweets to each other yeah, all the time, yeah. which which don't matter. So you can send. Um, us and, or just me as many fucking mean tweets as you yeah, want. Try <laughs> yeah, try it. Try it. Not me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah James, James is pussy. Yeah. <laughs> sensitive, okay? Oh, I'm a delicate flower. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, I've, I've, I've made some like good internet friends, right? Like yeah. just from my time when I played a lot of Team Fortress, yeah. a lot of my Steam friends list is people I've never met. 
but like got along with. I remember one time just on a team. This is still a, this is a tangent, but it's a Team Fortress themed tangent. Yeah, there we go. Team Fortress flavoring yeah. tangent. <laughs> I was playing some TF2, and there was like, I don't. Okay, so I don't know what it is. I was like online, there's only I'll only ever like harass people who sound young. Like if it's a girl. I'm not like one of those weird internet bros. Yeah. Oh my god! You just girl. like yeah, exactly. There's there's three types. There's the type that are like normal people who are just like it's a girl. I'm okay with this. Yeah, exactly. There's the type who's like this is a girl. She shouldn't be. She shouldn't be here. Which and I have to up. let her know that. Yeah. And then there's the type that's like I'm in love with this girl. Exactly. And every he, time he, it's he a go, catfish. He goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes manic and then he just Jamie knows. Yeah. yeah. Jamie knows all about the catfish. Cat, I, I am one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then he just uh, and he just like pockets her. He's like a medic. Heals her only her. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, me and this other guy, he had used his real name like a fucking idiot, because he was clearly like 11. Okay. And he's like, God. he had like that, you know, excited little boy when they hey, in- inhale when they talk. Oh. <laughs> you guys, we gotta like go to get the, get the point, and we need an engineer. And at the point there, and then like this other guy with like this fucking great voice. He had a bit of a southern accent. Okay. He was just like, yo, Alex, will you, why'd you take my name, Alex? <laughs> Why'd you fucking take my name, Alex? And then he like goes into his Steam settings and changes his name to Alex One in brackets. No. And he's just like, way. Why'd you fucking take? Why are you such a piece of shit, Alex? And then, <laughs> and then of course, like I have a mic because I'm I like coordinating teams like yeah, once yeah, in a no, while, right? Of course. And I, then, I, I find it more interesting. And then I just like jumped on. I'm like, Yeah, Alex, why'd you fucking take his name, dog? That's rude, dude. And, and he ended up on the other team from us at one yeah, point. Yeah. And we just we we were just like talking to each other, right? Yeah. And I can't remember his fucking name anymore. Alex. No, Alex won. <laughs> yeah, Alex won in brackets, but I can't remember like what his real, his real, name real was, Steam yeah. name is, or like which one of my friends on Steam yeah. it is. But we ended up just like, okay, yeah, like he's the he, he's the he's the scout with this these cosmetics. Yeah. So we wouldn't kill anyone else. Him and I just like paired off oh, yeah. and hunted this kid down. Because yeah. well, he switched teams, so we yeah. wouldn't harass him on the mic. So. Okay. And then we hunted him down, and then he finally left. And like, I don't know. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to the Lore Boys podcast, where we talk about the, those times that we terrorized young children in <laughs> <laughs> online video games. Games rated M, seventeen. Yeah, up. there you go. Right, yeah. you should be on here. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. You, you work yeah. for the ESRB, right? Like, get fucked, kid. <laughs> for the record, Peter's the one who sets those ESRB ratings. So yeah. if your mom ever said you can't buy that game my fault peter's fault tweet at him your angriest (laughs) one of my favorite things to do when i was working for gamestop was to tell moms about grand theft auto when their kids handed it to them oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so like i know that's like the classic like even my girlfriend like only hears like the 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 bad shit about grand theft auto it's like it's a hooker beating simulator and all you do is kill women and i'm just like (laughs) i like that's obviously fundamentally untrue because you can do whatever you want in grand theft auto yeah, My yeah. favorite thing to do was be that guy. Was to that? straw man Grand Theft Auto yeah. <laughs> when kids tried to buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I was just like, you know, uh, ma'am, uh, it's very violent. There's sexual content. She's like, well, what kind of sexual content? I'm like, well, there's the ad night. There was sex workers, and yeah. if you kill them, you can get your money back. Oh, and yeah. it's just like to see little boy die. Yeah, just to see him die. And the... little mom get real mad. Oh. She's like, you tried to trick me, kid. Yeah, yeah. You tried to you put little shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, good tangent. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> fuck are we uh anyway okay so shortly after the uh yeah exactly so shortly after the war update uh where um they were bribed with these boots uh which is why they continue to fight the red boots exactly because one of them won 
right? So yeah. they, somebody ended up getting a reward, somebody didn't, which is why the war continues and why they're no longer friends. And these, oh, these are the friends who... This is the Devil Man and the Soldier. Devil Man and the Soldier make friends. One of them gets a pair of boots, and that's enough to restart the war, Absolutely. which was dwindling at the time. Exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. We're back on track. Funnily enough, though, they did patch in some voice lines. Oh, so yeah. if a demo man or a soldier uh, gets a domination, which I believe is three kills without being killed by that player, okay. you get a domination and you get like two unique icons over your head so that they can hunt you they down can for hunt revenge. You. Okay, yeah. Yeah. There's an audio cue, there's a, yeah, yeah. a musical flourish or whatever. That's fun, yeah. Um, and when you get dominated or by your nemesis or whatever, right? So it's a, it's a domination and a nemesis. Yeah. Um, if they, if, uh, they dominate each other, they will say something along the line. They'll give a, an audio cue of just uh, like, unique. dominated, but you're yeah. still my friend, you know? You know? Okay. It's, 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 it's like, like yeah, yeah. there's so many voice lines, like a 1 in 20 chance yeah, of yeah. Like hearing, hearing something like that. But yeah, so that's all canon war update happened. Okay, that's Pair cool. of boots re reignited everything. Um, now, there is another game mode that is contextualized. It's called Special Delivery, where you need to steal a briefcase of Australium and put it in a rocket ship. Uh, piloted by a monkey knot named Poopy Joe. Oh, of course. Poopy Joe. Poopy Joe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. However, Australian being very volatile, um, at the end of that round, no matter who wins, the rocket makes Blows it up. <laughs> about 30 feet into the air before careening wildly off and crashing into a field. Okay. When do we well, first it's also piloted by a monkey, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> monkey knot Poopy Joe. What is, year is this? Like, we didn't get into the space till like, uh, it's, it's currently still... This is the it, height of the space It is at, okay, it at is some point space. between 1968 and 1971. Yeah. Okay. okay. The 50s, yeah, I think, was the... Or 61 might have been the first Sputnik orbital. Sputnik was in space in the 50s, I believe. 50s, yeah, Russians right. got up Late there first, 50s, but we 60s. got the moon first. Fucking Russians. Or we, we the Americans yeah. got North the North America. Yeah. Yankees. Yeah, the fucking yeah. The West, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Am I right? The West. West is best. West, yeah. I'm just going to say that. It's easy to say. <laughs> it's easy to say. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Saxton Hale was taken to several Senate hearings regarding the death of Monkey Knot. Poopy Joe. Oh, animal cruelty. Animal cruelty, exactly. Um, anyway, the Senate investigation is promptly closed when Miss Redacted, under questioning before the executive session, states her actions and objectives regarding Australia. Okay, so now so the American government is also interested in Australia. Animal cruelty sucks. Correct. But you have two, bro human cruelty. two brothers yeah. who are oh, just yeah, ramming yeah. bodies against each other yeah, for, yeah. for however many years, decades. I think there's certain things... Uh, which m may warrant animal cruelty. Um, okay, please. Fighting a bear. Well, no, like if, if if you're testing on if you're, you're testing important cancer research on mice, like yeah, you oh, know what? Sorry. Like it's more important to cure cancer in humans than it is to preserve the life of. Uh, I thought you were just like thousands of mice. Okay. To be fair. Oh, okay. You, oh, I thought you were yeah. like just punching goats. You know, like no. every once in a while. Well, I, I do <laughs> condone punching goats. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> weird animal that you yeah. said. <laughs> Fuck. No, it's because I, I own several goats in my in my four and a half room apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> um, so shortly thereafter, at some point still in the 60s, uh, Saxton Hale. So this contextualizes the online store because this was shortly after uh, the game went free and they started to sell cosmetics. Okay. Uh, later in the 60s, uh, Saxton Hale discovers the internet uh, and then uses it to sell hats. Discovers her invention. Uses it to sell hats. 
Yeah. Eight <laughs> discovers. Didn't you? Oh man. So like like the internet was already a presumably, thing that's already there. Presumably <laughs> because Australia was so advanced thanks to oh, Australia they already existing had it. there, right? They had teleportation and cloaking in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. It's such um, an interesting idea. Of presumably the internet. Finding the yeah, internet, exactly. you know. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. finding the internet and seeing everything you can do and being like, I'm gonna sell hats. Yeah. I'm gonna open an Etsy store. Hat based economy. Yeah. Hat based economy. In the 1960s. Right, Saxton Hale basically invented Etsy. Wow! Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, there we go. <laughs> Sell a bunch of quirky shit on the internet. Yeah, nothing but nothing but pins. Right? People are gonna fucking kill themselves. Yeah. Oh, I sadly don't have a ton of cosmetics. I've always had pretty bad hat luck, but I get to, I've got some pretty good ones. Bad up. hat luck. Bad hat luck. They they have a lower drop rate than weapons. Hashtag, oh. hashtag bad hat luck. Bad I thought you were talking in real life, like I don't have a lot of hats, but no, I get it. Bad hat luck. Hey, just, just to go on, like how human beings speak. Not to, like, neg on you too much here, no. but, like, why the fuck in real life would I refer to yeah. things I own as bad cosmetics? <laughs> you know, because, I don't know, dude, you're not wearing a hat right now. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even remember the last time I found a crate on the street with a hat in it. Paid three fifty to open it. I don't remember the last time yeah. that that happened to me. Well, so I'm just saying, in my life, I've had pretty good hat luck. There you go, yeah, man. Yeah. He's the 1%. I have the 1%, 1% hat luck, yeah. I, I, I had pretty good luck today. I opened, I opened three crates. Uh, which is like nine seventy five or whatever. It's not so bad. Whatever. I got paid on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Open three crates. I got a strange cosmetic, uh, which I believe will count my points and increase in rank wow. as I count my points. And I used that one and another cosmetic that I uh, had a double up to craft a new one. So I actually have uh, George Washington's coat no, yeah. <laughs> for the soldier, and it's called the uh, it's called the Founding Father. And then I oh, used my remaining twenty five. Was cents. George Washington was the original soldier? No, uh, no, no. George, George Washington um, is is still the first president. The two, the two, the two prez that uh, that matter in the TF universe are uh, Abe Lincoln, yeah, who was the first pyro, and FDR, who perfected stairs and blew up both his legs while rocking. <laughs> Without making you scroll up in your notes, do you remember who the first uh, soldier was? Uh, yeah, it was Stonewall Jackson. Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, okay. from the, from the yeah. that makes sense. Civil War. Soldier Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. All right, so where are we here? Uh, Good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, and at some point, uh, seeking at some point. The Man Brothers, or the two currently known Man Brothers, because remember they were um, Gray was abducted by an eagle, or absconded by an eagle uh, on the day they were all born. So Redmond and Blutark have no idea he exists. So at some point in 1971, um, they receive two letters, or one each rather, stained with tears, saying that they want to meet and end the war because they're tired of fighting. Fighting over these worthless gravel pits for so long. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So they get together. They meet up in an, in an agreed upon location. Turns out, Gray, Gray Man, Man is there. He's the one who sent the letters. He's the one who sent the fucking letters. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Gray Man had because he was raised by eagles and yeah. then eventually killed his eagle mother and ate her broodlings and then dragged himself back to society. As you oh do. My became god. super intelligent. Okay. Because, so apparently the things that make you super intelligent are Australian and eagle meat. And eating eagles, eagle yeah. Meat. Eagle meat. And being raised by eagles. And raised They're by eagles. They're great parents. Right? If anyone has tried eagle meat, please send us a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> tweet at me. Yeah. Hashtag eagle meat. Yeah. If you kill the bald eagle in the United States, do not incriminate yourself by tweeting at us. Mm. Just mm. saying. <laughs> That's a good publicity stunt. <laughs> so what you're saying is we should kill an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying we should go to Alaska and kill the bald eagle. Yeah. yeah. Kill the bald eagle. The bald the eagle. Original. Yeah. The OG bald eagle. Yeah. It's 700 feet tall. It's, it's gonna be tricky. Yeah. Multi-stage boss fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, at which point, uh, Gray actually assassinates his brothers. So in 19, oh, 1971... He just unplugs them? Glutar... Uh, no, he stabs them both. How is he alive this long? Whoa! So he has his own life-extending machine. Naturally. Because he came into possession of, uh, of the Australian robots. So this is where Horde Mode comes in. So the Horde Mode in Team Fortress 2 is called Man vs. Machine, at which point okay. the teams need to cooperate to fight off endless waves of robots. Okay. So he invented, he ended up becoming a much better scientist, and his life-extending machine is actually embedded in his spine. Oh, so it's not like, he's he, more mobile. He's not confined to a wheelchair. He can and, rocket jump, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's not confined to a wheelchair and a but, plugged into a computer from the 60s. Is the feud over? He just killed both the brothers who have been attacking each other for forever. Uh, correct. Yes. So, so at this point in like the game story, yeah, the this is one of the more recent events is the horde mode that comes in where Redmond and Blutark are killed. But this is like an alternate storyline. Nope. Like, no, no, no. It's it's just the canon. So wow. at this point, if you play on any of the original maps in any of the original game modes, you're technically playing past history. Past history. Whereas, yeah, exactly. So man versus machine. The, the horde mode. Pre horde. Yeah. I, I believe is is the most uh, canonically recent. Okay. Game mode. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, nobody really plays it. I played a bit with my ex, actually. Are you playing, you're playing against actual bots, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just yeah, exactly. it's, it's, yeah. Just, it's just wave defense, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then if you win, you get item rewards. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's fun, you know. And they give you, like, a free ticket every every Christmas to, like, man up, and uh, okay. which is the term. It's like a man up token. You can go in, and you can win better rewards if you finish a tour of, of robot slaughtering. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, like, wager your ticket? Against a better reward, basically, or uh, no, just having a ticket gives you a, better it drop. Give you a better drop. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I got a hat actually. I got yeah. I, I got a unique like robot themed hat for okay. for the heavy when I when I when I did my my, my one and only tour okay, cool. on on Man vs. I, I love that idea for a game that you can buy the game and you can continue playing. Like in my experience in Counter Strike, I got one time like a, a pink D pat off or something, yeah. and it, at the time it was worth like thirty thirty five dollars. I bought myself Final Fantasy seven and still had a bunch of money yeah, left over it. in the game. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So now we're into the part where there's a lot of comics. So there's a lot of. So the comics all come after. Gray's assassinated his brothers, or uh, no, like no. well, the the comics that came out recently, yes, like the six big ones that have come okay. out recently, all kind of come out post assassination because the team is scattered and they need to get together. But that okay. that we'll get into later because we're still kind of in between uh, Man vs Machine being released and then the first comic okay, coming cool. out coming out almost. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. So um, basically that night after they're assassinated, Redmond and Blutark um come back as ghosts. And uh, <laughs> so they're not really dead, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're ghosts. ghosts. Oh, this is something I forgot to mention. So there's a Halloween event every year. Um, Zephaniah Man, the original guy, yeah, right, uh, comes back as a ghost during Halloween events. Uh, if you fire guns near his grave. Okay. Uh, oh, and yeah. As a ghost, he is simply a. Uh, and he comes just, back and he's like, "That's my gun." He just like he's a white sheet with a frumpy top hat. Okay. Which is the, like which is the ghastly of... gibbous, yeah. and then he'll he, he like spooks your character, and you can't shoot, so you just like run, and you have to get away from. Are there oh, a lot okay. of maps in uh, TF2? Like, is it have to be on a certain map where it, you have to shoot near his grave? Uh, it, no, it, no. Uh, it can be on a Halloween themed reskin of most maps. So okay. During, so each during map has his grave. Yeah, exactly. Okay. During Halloween, most maps end up getting set at night. And they cut him up into eight pieces Jack and he died everywhere. Yeah, and buried yeah, him in eight yeah, different yeah, locations. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> He's like Exodia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the crippled god. Uh. So yeah, uh, anyway, so they, um, after fighting for a while, they argue as ghosts, and then they end up trying to contact their lawyer, who turns out to be the soldier, 
because after they are all disbanded, after and when uh, Redmond Butark are assassinated, yeah. the soldier becomes a lawyer. A lawyer. Very briefly, he's Gets had he's had he's had several jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh this is known as the Robot War. So the uh, game up until this point has been known as the Gravel Wars. Okay. And now we are part of the Robot, robot War era. Okay. So after they successfully defend Manco against the robot attacks, uh, Gray decides to change his approach. Uh, he goes directly to Manco's headquarters and declares that he would fight for the ownership of the company with with Saxton Hale, a policy which Hale made himself. And after Hale grabs and punches Gray with ease, because he's a giant burly Australian man who doesn't wear a shirt, <laughs> and his chest hair is in the shape of Australia. Uh, <laughs> so he's something out of my dreams is what you're saying. Chest hair is in the shape of Australia. That's a nice touch. That's a very nice touch. So at this point here, uh, Gray just declares that he doesn't want to fight Saxton Hale, but he has somebody, he does a trial by combat where he nominates his uh, eight-year-old daughter, Olivia, who... <laughs> who I don't want to fight, take my daughter! Who Saxton Hale refuses to fight, and Aww. he knew that Saxton Hale would not punch a little girl in the face. That's a classic, that's a classy guy. A little bit of a trivia about Saxton Hale I forgot to mention rec- uh, recently, earlier. Recently, too. Recently. <laughs> uh, Saxton Hale has a long-standing and unexplained feud with hippies. And actually, in 1969, firebombed Woodstock from a helicopter. Okay. Whoa. I would say a lot of the hatred towards hippies was pretty unfounded and unexplained. It's Probably. Like, you know, like, there's just people. They're just living their lives and having a good time. Fuck them. Yeah, you know? Saxon, Hale, like, Saxon Hale's all about violence, making guns, and not wearing shirts. That's also it. punching. So he would have a problem yeah, with hippies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. If anyone would. Um, so yeah, basically, after uh, uh, he it, it successfully takes over Manco, obviously, yeah. and proceeds to fire all of the mercenaries, so they're all out of a job now. This Ooh. is how they get scattered. Okay. Okay. Um, so in March of 1972, um, the soldier is now a Hollywood tour guide who takes elderly women around Hollywood and, uh, to celebrity homes. Naturally. Yeah, and for whatever reason, uh, they go to Tom Jones's house. <laughs> you're, if you're taking elderly <laughs> women around Hollywood, you go to Tom, you go to Tom Jones's house, house <laughs> for sure. Uh, the soldier, uh, however, being a complete lunatic, kills Tom Jones the second he opens his front door by snapping his neck. Does it explain, give any context to that? Uh, the, the soldier is uh, a, a murderer. The context yeah, would be given no, that he continued a, his Nazi killing spree he for thought four, Tom, four years after the after the war. So was you're done. saying the soldier thought that Tom Jones was a Nazi? Entirely possible. Yeah. Entirely yeah. possible. So you have two canon lore. Tom Jones was a Nazi. They, Tom Jones <laughs> Nazi died March 1970. It seems to be a theme so far. Yeah. It's like after, somewhere after the first act. Someone's neck is snapped. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So we just like nothing but neck snapping. Yeah. In every, yeah, single, every single series we do has to have someone's neck snapping. That's what I'm passionate about. So yeah. I'm passionate about this. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, due to the fact that Tom Jones is dead, the soldier actually gets away with this because the uh, kind of there's a wizard who is in charge of the Halloween events. Again. Who is named Merasmus. Okay. Merasmus was living with Tom Jones at the time and is then framed for Tom Jones's murder oh. and goes to prison. I, so, left up, I left up some other history there by accident. So this is all post the game, so the Halloween events aren't affected, but it's like this Merasmus who runs the Halloween events later on. Like when you're playing TF2, yeah. Merasmus is running these Halloween events. Correct. And so you know like you know who Merasmus is, yeah. Now you're like now you're like, 
Well, later on, this guy's going to get arrested and fra- after being framed for the death of Tom Jones. For the murder of Tom Jones. That's going to make, if I play Halloween this year, TF2, that's going to make it that much more enjoyable. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to yeah. be like, I know that you're going to get framed. You're going to get framed for Tom, the murder yeah. of Tom Jones you in guys March can, of 1972. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can find Lore Boys streaming TF2 this Halloween. I think we can make that up. I mean, I can I make can, that a thing. I, yeah. I can easily stream Team Fortress 2. I love it. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's great. Uh, and for so the pyro so this is a new uh, company that kind of crops up out of nowhere in the in the comics okay. after the mercenaries are disbanded so the pyro who cannot speak no one has seen their face and we don't know if they're a man a woman or possibly a robot yeah. or maybe just some kind of monster yeah who the fuck knows kind of frumpy in a baggy fireproof suit yeah he, he looks it is now inexplicably the CEO of Frontier Engineering. Okay. Um, <laughs> an engineering firm. Too. An engineering, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so now that they're in charge of this company, uh, they have somehow become many, many times more successful than they ever had before. Yeah, yeah. Because the pyro has been making all the decisions. However, the pyro desperately misses fire and oh. doing damage to things because obviously they've been sitting behind a desk for so long. Yeah. But somehow making great business. They just have like decisions. a bunch of candles on their yeah, desk. Can't help but light them. Like a zippo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zippo in the boardroom. Mm. Uh, and then at some point, um, the so uh, so this is kind of where people have ended up. So uh, also so the the administrator had a secretary named Miss Polly. Okay. The Do- Helen the, the Helen current administrator has yeah. a secretary Miss Polly who has now been sent out to get everybody back together. Oh, so okay. she goes to find the soldier giving tours, and then the soldier and Miss Pauling go, and they find the pyro. Who's and this is all in the comics? Yes. Okay. Who they, yeah, like, my storytelling's okay. Sorry not to be like, <laughs> no, no, yeah. line, yeah. No, I'm just, uh, that's what I thought? I was yeah. just making yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Miss Pauling uh, goes in that, offers the pyro their job back, and they instantly drop everything, and immediately <laughs> run out of the door to go yeah. be with Miss Pauling and start killing people again. And start lighting things on fire. Exactly. Yeah. So the pyro, the pyro is, lives in a fantasy world. Okay. Um, which is explained in the Meet the Pyro video, is is the Pyro doesn't think they're actually burning people to death. They live in this place called Pyroland, which is a place you can go to if you equip the Pyrovision goggles, which recolors everything on the maps as kind of like pastel colors and has like funky little oh, yeah. things. It's and everybody, like fun everybody laughs when you attack them. And okay. the flamethrower shoots rainbows and people bleed multicolored balloons. I want to go there. So, yeah, we all do. So the, pi- <laughs> the, double the, pyro, yeah. <laughs> the pyro has no idea that they're actually yeah. killing people, which is great. The, the Meet the Pyro video is, is one yeah. of the darker videos. Because so, the, so there's a Meet the... For each each class, meet the team. There's nine videos. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Wow. And then there's some other videos as well, which are like little sketches. They usually release a video to coincide with a patch, just more as marketing. Okay. Yeah. Despite yeah. the fact that not all the videos are necessarily trailers. Okay. They're more they're more just interesting little short films. It is pouring rain now. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking coming down. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been floods going on around us lately. Yeah. We've had fucking so crazy, much yeah. rain. Three weeks yeah. of rain. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the basement. Hopefully we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be an interesting end of the whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Torrent the water first to the windows. Hey, the mics are on stage. Who's playing? So continue. <laughs> the show must go on. Who's playing Jumanji? Like? I'm still wearing yeah. shoes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Somebody's <laughs> playing Jumanji out in the hall and a fucking torrent of water comes in through the door. <laughs> Man-eating plants. Yeah, yeah, that's an irresponsible use of the game, Jumanji. Yeah. Irresponsible use of the game. You gotta play that shit in a field where that, no one else is around. That and you're sounds not like a legal it. term. You know what? You need to go to jail. Irresponsible. Irresponsible. Use of the game, Jumanji. Jumanji. It's like, it's like yeah. the the eula that you have to like scroll yeah. down yeah. and not read and just accept when you when you play Jumanji. Jumanji yeah. You get an eula, and it's like don't play in a civilized area or in a populated area. 
where you might affect other people's lives. Because, yeah, it's fucked. Man. I don't want to get turned into a monkey while I'm sitting here podcasting. Me you know either. I mean? I, I, I'd be okay with it. Robin Williams, Robin Williams really weirdly has to rip a hole in my pants so my tail can get out. Yeah. Young Kirsten Dunst is there. What is wrong enough, with eh? this scenario? This seems great. This is great. <laughs> yeah, as, as she got older, actually, Kirsten Dunst now looks... I don't know which one of them is older, actually. Uh, now that she... Whatever she is now in... Whatever she is now. In, in Fargo Season 2, Kirsten Dunst looks exactly Fargo? like my ex-girlfriend. I didn't know she was yeah, in Fargo. Yeah, she's, she's one of the main characters in Fargo Season 2. Just in Season 2? Humble yeah. brag. She looks... Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, not really, because it should, they, it's kind of weird, like the little mouth and like the little nose and the really she high cheekbones. She kissed Spider-Man, dude. Yeah. yeah. His, his name's Peter. I'm all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a, a painting on the way here that looks a lot like my ex, which I think is kind of fucking weird. That looks like Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, it's funny. You there you go. I've always yeah. seen, I've always seen yeah. that mural, yeah, yeah. and I've always so, said that looks like. Oh, Kirsten okay. Dunst. The three of them, yeah, like. Some... I never noticed this. I thought Peter was just seeing his ex everywhere. No, 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 no. It's like, oh, God, I miss her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. It's just in case my current girlfriend is listening. Yeah. Dara, Dara. Never, Dara. never no, think no, of her. No, I never no, think never of her. Yeah. <laughs> Except when we're talking about Kirsten Dunst. Except when we're talking about Kirsten Dunst, exactly. Except when I get to brag about season two of Fargo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so at this point now, Gray Man has taken over Manco, as we as we've understood, uh-huh. and he is looking for the vault in which two hundred thousand pounds of Australium has been locked away. Wow. However, it's all gone. Now I can't recall why it's gone. I do believe it's because Saxon Hale had used it for fuel and okay. squirreled it away inside that rocket ship that blasts off and kills okay. kills Poopy Joe. It kills Poopy Either Joe. Either way, every time we're out of Australia. I cry at every this time. point. Is Liek if you cry every time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at this point now, in 1972, we're fucked. We're boned, boys. No more Australium. There is none left on the planet. People are going to start dying. People, people who have lived for a long time are going to start dying. People got to die. Two of them are already dead. One of them's left, right? Gray yeah. man's the last man person. Last man standing. Last man standing, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally standing. He's not in a wheelchair, right? No, exactly. Also, yeah. literally standing. Oh, <laughs> and Lutark and Redman are dead. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so at some point, <laughs> so Greg continues to pursue the missing Australian. Um, uh, however, his life extending machine is currently left at 19.5%. So he his, his clock is fucking yeah. ticking, boys. So that would be that would be rough. You Can, see it ticking down. Ticking, you have you guys, a percentage meter on that okay, guy, Guys, if you saw your life as your cell phone battery. I would uninstall the the, the app that showed me the okay. percentage of Australian I have left. At oh what God, point? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the type of guy, like, as soon as I'm below 50%, I'm like, oh, I gotta plug my phone in. Uh, dude. And I think this is a lot about life. My phone dies like three times a day. I like let yeah? it get, like I let it get so low. Okay, never mind. My metaphor died because you're the one who wants to live forever and your phone dies all the time. So <laughs> exactly. Never mind. That sounds like a miserable <laughs> fucking year. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I only charge my phone when it gets to yeah. uh, twenty. Or like what's Imagine you but saw I, your I, life I, I have an iPhone though. Imagine you saw your life bar ten percent left. What do you do? Yeah, uh, apparently uh, go to the end of the Earth to find a cache of Australium that's been <laughs> yeah. accidentally launched it into uh, low orbit by a, I do. a and they got Australian yeah. astronaut. Yeah. And Aust- Australium has USB 3.0, so you just plug in yeah. and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I showed up and yeah. my life extender had like a lightning cable like the iPhone does, I'd just be like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> He's got new, the Google's new phone. They have a USB-C. Uh, oh, the, the Pixel. Yeah, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah. What does that mean, USB-C? Just a different type of USB. So like, I, none of your connectors will connect to USB-C. Is oh. USB-C like the same plug as in the, in no. like the PS4 controller? No, no, no. no, no. My girlfriend has one, and it is not. God. And it doesn't even... Damn. The cable that comes with it plugs USB-C to USB-C. 
Is it you even? Can't, you cannot plug it into a computer. What the fuck is the point? And it has uh, it has an adapter, which is uh, two females, a uh, USB-B and a USB-C. Oh, damn and, feminist. And it's so, it's so you... Everywhere now. <laughs> yeah. Google's, Google's tried to market their phone so you never have to plug into your computer. Because if you want to, like, let's say you buy a Pixel. Yeah. You want to back up your phone. You just plug your phone straight into the Pixel with the adapter. And you just it it'll like Google will back up your phone but, just like but that. Is there, and it, it backups it backs up everything to Google Drive. Is there if cutting? If you buy a Google phone, yeah. all your your entire phone gets backed up. I'm kind of glad I did. Is there cutting edge technology in terms of like charging your phone? Is it gonna charge twice as fast no. if you have USB C? No point. I hate it. I hate it too. Yeah. I like having an iPhone because yeah. I'm just a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend has a Pixel and she's gone through through one so far because it was just like it just stopped working i'm hard really. i'm hard on my phone so like i lose or break them very quickly yeah i got a huawei your current phone's kind of fucked right? yeah it is kind of <laughs> fucked but it runs it's huawei i have i go through phones like once a year usually these huawei's are like 100 to 150 dollars like fully paid off you don't have to get a contract or whatever yeah. so you can fuck them up like four times before you actually paid for another phone they have ads <laughs> huawei has ads on our uh, non-denominational uh, public transit system. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Huawei, hit us up, man. Like yeah, I break my phone a lot, and I'll talk about you. Break my phone a lot. I'll yeah. talk about you. Yeah. Talk about how I fucked your phones up. Did you always give me a new yeah. one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Topics. All right, back, back on, back on, back on the old team. Two ports train. We're just two Back on two ports two train. It's pretty good though. I think it's like I'm very glad. This is so fantastic. I'm loving this. Um, so yeah, so anyway, Miss Pauling, the soldier, and now the pyro are working on locating everybody. Turns out, at some point in the intervening period after losing their jobs, the spy and his son, the scout, were both arrested. Oh, shit. Uh, probably because, um, They're everybody on the team are murderers, right? Yeah. Very obviously. Very obviously. Um, however, thankfully, um, with the help of the demo man, who they managed to find in the United States now with his mother, who he managed to move from Scotland. Okay. The soldier, the demo man, and Miss Pauling managed to interrupt the scout and the spies hanging. Oh, they were going to be hanged. They were going to be hanged in 1972. When was the last hanging in the United States, I wonder? Good question. Uh, uh, Google last me, year in Texas. Google me this. Yeah, yeah. Google me this. Tweet at me. When, when the last hanging When was. did the last gallows get retired in the Texas United is States? Probably, <laughs> Texas is probably a good guess, though. Really? Because I, I know there's there's some movie with like the, about the lady prison is like Chicago or something. It's called The Last Hanging. Didn't they just <laughs> recently stop like electrocuting mentally challenged people? Yeah. Yeah. Texas did. Yeah, in Texas. That was a couple. So years like, ago. why not hang a normal person? Uh, why not hang a normal? Person? <laughs> 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 but that's like his uh, his excuse. That's his, his, yeah, yeah. his, his, his like, straw man of yeah, yeah, uh, Texan. Yeah. There's some like your just run of the day Texan who's about to hang someone. The cop show up. He's like, "Well, we execute mentally handicapped people. Why not?" <laughs> and then just like, and he's like looking through his fucking cop book. Yeah. On a guy. But anyway, standard issued cop book. So they, they prevent the spy and the scout from, from being, being hanged. hanged. Exactly. So there's a couple things that's happening here. The way they do this is they prevent the mayor of this town, which is called Two Fort, uh, which is T E U F O R T. T E U. Yeah. Two Fort. Two Fort. Two Fort, Texas. Yeah. Which because yeah exactly. Uh, so they prevent uh, the hanging by because they go to the library where Miss Pauling finds a book about um, how much authority a mayor has. Okay. okay. And then, however, um, <laughs> the pyro, being in this library, starts burning books. Naturally. So school is then canceled for the... 
Oh, it was the school library. It, it was a school library. Okay. The school is now canceled for the next six years because the pirate went in and burned all the important books. However, Miss Pauling finds the book about mayoral authority. and Which does not include hanging. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 in he, 1971. He is overreaching. 1972. Yeah. 1972. <laughs> he is me. overreaching. And then he's just like, wait, how did you find out about what I could do? She's like, with this. He's like, a book? And yes, the entire town goes to the library after, yeah. that, after, <laughs> after learning of the wonder of books. The wonder of books. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and that's how they manage. knowledge is power. Exactly. And that's how they managed to save um, the, scout, the and the scout and the spy. Exactly. From hanging. From being hanged. From being hanged. So the last few people that need to go, they, they do have to travel at some point to Siberia to find the heavy. And the heavy is currently just lingin, living at home with his mom and right, his not sisters. Not in the anymore. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's still the 70s, so ah. the Cold War is still on. It's still the USSR. Yeah, yeah, the heavy is living in peaceful I love life. it. Think of him li like, living at home. It's like, hey, uh, go rake the leaves. And he's just like... Charging up his chain gun, like, yeah. zzz, 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 like mulching the whole fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. So he has he has yeah. three equally huge sisters. Oh, one wow. of which falls in love with the soldier. Naturally, yeah. So they get the heavy back. They all go back to the United States. Oh no, no, fuck, that's true. They have to go to uh to Australia to find the sniper. Turns mm -hmm. out he's in New Zealand, which we already covered was sunk to the bottom yeah, of the yeah. ocean. Ooh. The sniper is actually. Killed by the Team Fortress Classic team. Ooh. So the TF <laughs> the TFC Mercs from the 30s are still alive, still alive. and are still currently killing. currently okay. working for Gray Man and working ah. with the current medic. What a twist! Who is man. a mole? The medic the medic of TF2 is a mole for the TFC team who's working for Gray Man. Yeah. Correct. Here I thought this is just a shooter. Don't yeah, think just about straight it. up like, <laughs> like just plug it in play. Yeah, yeah, it is. But if, if it you, is. It works, but. But if you'd like to know more. Click here to know more. Yeah. Fucking, what was that? Starship Troopers. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Classic movie. Playing Team Fortress Troopers is the only way to guarantee citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Then now I'm trying to get. I, I think I might be getting these events mixed up here. In, in what order? But I did read the comics and I have some notes here. Um, just in regards to what happened. So we're getting towards the end, actually. We're, yeah. we're coming up because the last comic is not released. We The Pyro versus Heavy update is not released. Okay. So right now we're coming to the end of what we currently know about the Team Fortress universe. That's pretty exciting. Though. So anyway. But uh, the game that, like, the, this last, like, 20 minutes or, or however many has not been discussing the game at all. Like, the game takes place all, in the 60s. This is all a prelude to whatever update is coming. TF3? Do you think it happens? Probably not. Probably not. You know, eh? it's a free game. It seems popular enough. Yeah, it, it, is, well, it still is. Like, like I said, there was still seventy thousand people playing That's when it. we started recording. I have many popular mobas. Like the free to play works. Like Dota and League. Dota and League. Yeah. 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 Gaben, please. And Team yeah. Fortress Two. I and spend money on cosmetics yeah. a little bit huh. here and there. Uh, I've I never wonder. spent money. I've only like like cashed out as soon as I get skins. I don't care what my skin looks like. Whatever. Like unless it has like. An you put actual, 500 like, hours into something and then you come back and you try. Yeah. No, I, I put, I put, <laughs> 700, I put 700 sure. hours into CSGO. Oh, and, and anytime, anytime I get a skin that was worth anything, rather than keep it on and look cool, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to buy another game mm. and just like sell it. I'm on. not saying no. I play League and I buy skins. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I, I buy skins. And now they have loot boxes. Just you play enough. Yeah. And you play enough. And when you perform well, you get a box. And you I, I, bought, I bought some skins and I bought two of the four prime titans in Titanfall 2. I would, Which I still yeah. would totally love to go back to, but that's a that's a story for another time. I, 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 I miss Team yeah. uh, tune, tune in in two weeks when Peter I tells would, us about why yeah, he got like, back into Titanfall 2. Because we're fucking heroin addicts. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I would rather be the guy who 
clears the team with the default skin than yeah. the guy who has the best skin and does yeah. okay half well, the time. Funnily enough, you mentioned that when I was playing TF2 today yeah. to get to, to kind of get into the mood, there was a guy using, uh, he was an engineer using all stock. Yeah. So yeah. shotgun, pistol, wrench. Yeah. No modifiers, well. no cosmetics, and he was fucking Crushing, killing it. Yeah. That's the coolest guy in the game. Motherfucker no. had a dispenser and a sentry set up outside the enemy base. Oh, yeah? And managed to get it inside their base <laughs> for a bit before it was destroyed. Yeah. We had, Because our intel, like our flag, got taken almost all the way into their base. And then myself, this god of an engineer, yeah. uh, a medic, and one other guy managed to, to defend it, to stop it in the enemy spawn. I'm all about... Uh, Pink cheetah print on everything. Uh, but you guys know that from my life. Dude, I, you guys I, I, have been to my apartment. You've seen the pink cheetah print. I brought everywhere. it up earlier. My pink D-pad off I sold for $30. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. $30? Bucks? Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, dude. The most valuable, CSGO skins. Yeah. The, the most valuable thing I've ever owned in Team Fortress was worth like three fifty, but I still have it. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I, I actually use it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like my strange yeah. black box. Anything under $5, I'll consider keeping. Yeah. But like anything above that, it's like, why yeah, keep why it? Why would you keep yeah. it? Yeah. 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 the game. Yeah. 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 New cape I got today is worth like a buck ninety, but yeah. whatever, it's strange. It counts my kills. Yeah. Stat tracks. You mentioned that earlier. Like, what do you mean it can't? It, like, you can't get those stats unless you have this item. No, you can. It's just like when it's strange. It just like um, counts your points and right. then goes up in rank when you yeah. hit certain whatever. So it, it changes yeah. its name it's basically. Boring. So it's, it's going to go from like um, whatever. I I, I can't. It, uh, it's called the scoped Spartan. So it's like mm-hmm. a Spartan cloak for the sniper. Okay. So it goes from scope Spartan to whatever like fancy to gaudy to whatever. It levels up it, as you get more kills. Name changes. Oh, it doesn't. It just shows people yeah. how big your sniper did. That's it. Yeah. Okay. And in Counter Strike, it's it's called stat track. So you can open the best skin in the game and it's worth a hundred dollars, but you get a stat track at the end of whatever the the title is. Yeah. And then it counts how many kills you get with that weapon while it's equipped. With there you, was like little which okay. which increases its value usually threefold. Yeah. 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 There's little there's little digital clocks. So when you uh, level up your gun to level 20 in uh, Titanfall 2, yeah, you get a little digital clock that starts counting your kills for you. Okay. Cool. And then so when because that game has a kill cam, when you kill people, they can see your skins, which you get for achieving certain, like headshots, killing sprees, okay. shit like that. And then you have a little clock that shows how many kills you have on that gun. That's it, it's all internet yeah. dick and just like, yeah. That's it. As someone who plays League and buys all the skins, it's cool that you can unlock skins <laughs> yeah. by, by doing but well. But dude, imagine yeah. you're Crip Caitlyn every time you got a kill. Like, yeah. all of a sudden you come into a game, it's like, this guy's got 5,000 kills as Caitlyn. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck. You know, like, yeah. 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 I don't have any stat clocks in Team Fortress, but I would love some. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. Of course, yeah. in Team Fortress, because it's in the 70s now, it's a, it's like a thing you attach onto your gun. It's visible in first person. Oh, and yeah. And it's got the little flip. That's fantastic. So, like, the old-timey yeah. alarm clock. Is a I like flip, that. Yeah, I like that. The things that flip down when you kill somebody. Yeah. I really want one. I don't know how much they cost. I might get one for my soldier. might get one for my pyro. I don't know. It, it's, it's a lot of money to spend on a free-to-play game. And as my girlfriend said when I was like, yo, I'm thinking about buying some of these outfits, she's just like, baby, those aren't real. And, <laughs> and then I looked at her, I was like, yeah, but video games yeah, aren't yeah. real. Yeah. How many I outfits spend do money you own? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. How many real differences are between yeah. your outfits? And then all of a sudden, it's a, it's a real issue. She's got a decent array. Yeah, yeah exactly. But if I want to spend three bucks on something that's not real. It's my goddamn money. I it is your money. You earned it. Clothes are to keep you warm, though. As soon as you start buying yeah, outfits, yeah. Exactly. it yeah. is cosmetic I'm, as well. I'm, I'm wearing, like, a tank top and a cardigan at uh, the same time. I'm wearing it. a shirt that literally says fuck it on it. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. T-shirt and jeans. T-shirt and jeans. 1977... 
Yeah. Led Zeppelin World 71. Tour. Yeah, 71. Dude. Oh, okay. So we already talked about this tour in the exactly, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. So, Alrighty. Why are we leaving the Team Fortress? Why are we leaving the Team Fortress team? Yeah. Basically. So they, they, they managed to canonically kill every single TFC Merc. Ooh. Oh, cool. So everybody from the original Team Fortress Classic is dead. Turns out Team Fortress Classic is a woman. Ooh. What do you hey. mean is a woman? And because the current Team Fortress 2 Pyro, we have no idea. The Pyro. We, the we have never Team, seen... Fortress, Team Fortress Classic Pyro. What did I say? You said Team Fortress Classic is a woman. Oh, that didn't Which make any confusing. sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor. That doesn't okay. make any sense. Yeah. So we have, we have a, I mean, we have a female in the Team Fortress Classic. Does that lead to speculation? Maybe, maybe, maybe. 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 And from what we know, none of the Mercs are actually related. So, like, the uh, Team Fortress Classic Engineer is not a Conniger, no, okay, from what yeah, we know. So, yeah. Radigan Conniger and Del Conniger are unique Separate. to themselves. Exactly. Okay. The TFC, T- the TFC Engineer, who is the main villain, basically, yeah. towards the end, uh, which I'll get into in a second, is, uh, is not a Conniger, from what I found, from okay. what I've read, from what I've played. So you mentioned earlier that the voice actor. I know you didn't research TFC at all. Um, do you know the voice actor of the pyro in TFC? Uh, there were no voice actors oh. because it was a Half-Life mod. That adds to the mystery. Yeah, Half-Life mod. Okay. It yeah. was because it was a Half-Life yeah, mod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There cool. were no voice actors in TFC. Okay. Um, but it is revealed in the comics the TFC pyro takes off female, her yeah. helmet. And exactly is an old lady now, obviously because TFC yeah. took place in the 30s. Yeah. Uh, they're all basically in their 60s and 70s. Yeah, so Alice Samus. Yeah. yeah. Alice Samus, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought you were speaking Latin for she, a second. Alice Samus. <laughs> yeah. She ends up getting killed uh, through a tag team of the soldier and one of the heavy's sisters who has come along for the ride because she okay. is in love with the soldier. She's in love with the soldier. Exactly. A tag team, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, they spit roast the fuck out of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, podcast over. That's my kind of, <laughs> that is my kind of comic. That's yeah. <laughs> so what happens is, uh, because they end up getting the better of them when they when they kill the sniper in New Zealand, he ends up getting saved by the medic, who of course was falsely working with the Team Fortress Classic team. Okay. Okay. So in in New Zealand, they end up getting imprisoned, and the by the two surviving New Zealanders. Uh, well, his parents are there, yeah. but he ends up getting saved. Yeah. Okay. That, that's where we meet them. Okay. Um, they don't actually ever come into it. They're just like, haha, it turns out the sniper's Australia, uh, as New, Zealander, New Zealander, which yeah. is a retcon to explain why he doesn't have doesn't a mustache, have a mustache frankly. Okay. That, yeah. Like, that's it. That's yeah. it. There's... <laughs> um, but the TFC Pyro is kind of a crazy, sadistic torturer, obviously, because she lights people on fire. Okay. For a living. Yeah. Um, she, however, is killed by the soldier and uh, the heavy's Heavy oldest, oldest, but still younger sister. Exactly. Okay. So what they do is they manage to break out of their shackles, and then at some point uh, she is distracted by the heavy sister who cut off her own hand to get out of handcuffs. As you do. Exactly. And then the soldier comes up, grabs one of the flaming grenades off of her fire suit, stuffs it into her suit where her helmet used to be, puts her helmet back on her head, and then okay. she blows up inside her suit. Wow, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Still, I remember the last time that happened to me. Still yeah. violent. It was fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Survivor is they fight their way out through a bunch of robots. Uh, some people die, some people don't. Some robots. Exactly, yeah. some robots. <laughs> exactly. Uh, some people die, some people get killed and then brought back. Basically, everyone survives, but What's nobody, the difference? All, the important, all the important characters survive. Yeah. The nine, the some nine, red shirts die. The, the exact, yeah. Well, the nine red mercenaries right, all survive, despite some of them dying. The scout has a near-death experience, okay. at which point he does talk with God and Tom Jones, who he falsely believes is his father. <laughs> As you do. Yeah, you know, Tom Jones. Yeah. Um, uh, at which point, one thing is revealed, which I'll get into in a bit, because there's a few more little timeline bullet points uh, where the uh, comics end and uh, speculation begins. Okay, fair. So anyway, they end up, they, they continue to fight, at, at and then the, the TFC engineer, I believe, uh, betrays Grey Man and tears his life extender out of his spine Ooh. and claims it for himself. Because the TFC engineer was the big baddie of the comics, is Correct. what you said. Yes, exactly. And the main villain of the of the comics was the TFC engineer. He was okay. the leader of the mercs from the 30s. Okay. So he rips off Gray Man's life extender machine, so he's basically, he's, he's got minutes to live. Okay. <laughs> and then keeps it for himself uh, to save himself after a brawl with the heavy... I believe. Okay. Who kicks the ever-loving Christ out of him? Yeah, yeah. Right. And but he jams it into his side for where he has an open gaping wound. So that brings from him back. Heavy. To, from <laughs> the heavy, exactly. So that brings him back, uh -huh. and that gets him going again, only slightly, until they defeat him one last time. Okay. Yeah. And that's where we are now this, in the comics. This is where we go from like Ganondorf to Ganon. Exactly. Right? They defeat him as Ganondorf, and then yeah, he sticks yeah, the yeah, sticks yeah, the yeah, life extender inside. And now he turns into Ganon. You're like, oh, I gotta beat him again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. That's when he goes from like. Uh, like desert guy to hog monster. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, um, yeah. So eventually, they end up killing all of the Team Fortress classic mercs. Okay, cool. The red team gets back together. Who have always been the main characters? The in, red team. Yeah, the red team is always for whatever been the main characters in. The red all team of the... is the name team from the TFC, or uh, the the original. Sorry, not TFC, but the original red team, blue team. Who was the named team? What do you mean the named team? Like Stonewall Jackson. Stonewall Jackson was the original blue team. Blue team, that's original what I thought. Original blue team. It's and funny the, that they switch it like that. And the, and the red team tend uh, are always the protagonists in the videos and in the like in the meet the team videos and any promotional it's always videos. The red, team. the red team are always the good guys. Okay. And then the uh, blue team are always the bad guys. Presumably because the blue team was the first. Uh, Blue Tark was the first one to say, "I want the life Correct. extending yeah, machine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He so. wants the life extending machine. He, he made the, the game dirty. Team. Basically, yeah, exactly. yeah. that's the opposite of a lot of games. Like, he put red's bad, blue's good. You know, like well, like red. Like I've thought about this a couple other times. Red is like from a societal point of view, red seems bad. It's stop mm. when you go to a stoplight. You know mm. what I mean? Green is good. Red is bad. Blue. blue is cool and kind of yeah. like blue is yeah. friendly. Blue right? is better than red. I'm, I'm agreeing. No, with you. blue like, is water. Blue is like like refreshing. If you have like an AC. You, you crank it from red to blue yeah. when when it gets a little spicy. Yeah, inside, if, it, right? if it's yeah. winter, you get you crank it from blue to red. Correct. Yeah. But oh, we're yeah. we're recording from Fiji. We're all from Fiji, so all Fiji, all the time. <laughs> Who has heaters? Yeah. Hang on a second. You gotta get this lizard off the window. He's yeah. Distracting me. Damn geckos. <laughs> so speculation. Are we gonna get into that? Um. I mean, it's really hard to track well, like, what the fuck is going to happen in a Team Fortress universe because it's all very crazy. Do you know when the next uh, comic is going to go? You never this? know what Valve is going to do and when. That is true. So they said <laughs> they said they wanted the uh, most recent comic out by the end of 2016, which, of course, did not happen. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, it came out early this year, yeah. which is 2017. Is and it? then, to be concluded, coming soon, of course, is, okay. uh, you know... They also ended Half-Life 2 Episode 2 on a cliffhanger yeah. 10 years ago. So I feel I'm, I feel yeah. like Valve could probably trademark TBA, you know? Yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Valve time is a thing, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, that, that's basically it. They get, they get into a fight. They finally kill all the TFC mercs, yeah. and they recover, and we were waiting to see where they go next. The next major update is Pyro vs. Heavy, which will probably come with new story beats so maybe we'll do a quick update in a podcast at some point in the yeah. future if uh that's really cool i'm like really stoked on like reading the comics oh yeah. dude they're fucking yeah. great just go to teamfortressdude.com and they're read the comics online. they're in incredible yeah I'm, I'm downloading on steam tonight like, I guess, oh you're gonna install it yeah oh, I dude, so. I, well you gotta add me on steam i will yeah, yeah yeah my computer's like like mangled but I'll, I'll do my best yeah 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 we'll steam link we'll laugh at him we'll play with like a bitch my right movement doesn't work so i always have to like if i want to go right i have to do left yeah. like in a circle to get <laughs> you're basically <laughs> Zoolander like you can't turn left you gotta do three right turns you know <laughs> yeah and then there's just a few more notes right um, so there's just like a couple things that come after the end of the uh, the most recent comment so uh, because, canonically uh, canonically exactly and and some non-canon things that I just found fucking hilarious and hilarious and good yeah so, uh, obviously, because the Pyro had burned all the books in the library, school was canceled for six years. So, in 1978, school in Tufort resumes. Okay. And in his near-death experience, the, the scout finds out he actually dies December 4th, 1987. Whoa. So, he goes from 1945 to 1987, but the scout's confirmed death by God himself. Oh, he has a, he has a vision of God. He, God it, tells well, him you his, will die. In his near-death experience when he's hanging out with God. Exactly. So um, when he's, he's I did on the mention gallows. that, right? I, I, oh no, not not the gallows. Um, in in the fight where they're kind of get like some people have near death experience. Oh, I forgot I to do that. My bad. Anyway, <laughs> during his near death experience, yeah, yeah. who gives a fuck? Uh, during his near death experience, uh, the scout finds out in his brief conversation with God. No, it's when I talk. He talked to God and Tom Jones. I told you guys. About oh that. yeah, you did. You yeah, did. you Sorry. motherfuckers That's trying to trick That's me into mistake. thinking I was crazy. I love to hear you talk. So I just want you to say <laughs> yeah. the same thing over and over. Rat, your voice. rat bastard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, confirmed date of death, December 4th, 1987. Unknown cause of death. Naturally. At present. Because that's like too good a spoiler for exactly. Valve to like yeah, answer, yeah, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, they won't finish Half-Life 3. They won't let me kill the scout. No, yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. always going to dangle there. Like, um, ever unfinished. But yeah, that's it. And then uh, also in the year 7039... So that's five five thousand ish years in the future. Ish, yeah. Uh, now this, for whatever reason, is literally never mentioned up until this point. Uh, so that's why it wasn't mentioned. But but in the year seventy thirty nine, uh, Saxton Hale's ownership right of the sniper's likeness expires. Okay. So for the next five thousand years, um, Saxton Hale can use the sniper's face for literally anything he wants. Yeah, that's uh, the the yeah. New Zealander, right? Yeah. Mundy. Uh, uh Mr. Mundy, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's the only. You guys have been listening. That's the only <laughs> face that they have the copyright on. He, he, the only likeness that the uh, that uh, Saxon Hill owns, that Manco owns, is the snipers. Okay. However, he's got a five thousand year yeah. hold on it, so it's not a bad deal. That's yeah, it. I mean, well, the sniper, if the sniper could end the battle, he wouldn't because he's endorsed by Manco, so he would. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, yeah. For, for the next fifty centuries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then there was a few non-canon little things that I threw in here just for fun. Uh, in 1996. Uh, uh, Kisses von Butternubs, a Pomeranian wearing a sweater, is elected president. <laughs> I know her actually. Is elected president what? of America by popular vote. Well, I mean, I'd vote. No comment on current politics. No, on that one, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch it. <laughs> but... President Butternubs, though, yeah. right? 
I'm not going to say who I'd rather, <laughs> but Butternubs for president. Yeah. In, in 1996. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say who I'd rather, 21 but years who ago, I'd rather. If 21 years ago I could vote, I'd vote for Kisses von Butternubs. Yeah. Especially in a uh, irregular election, because obviously the elections are every four years. Yeah, not, until not, not 1996. Yeah. yeah. And then in 1999. No, it would have been 96. No, it would not have been 96. 98, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't really know. Oh, yeah. No, it would have been 96. Excuse me. Because but I don't think it started year 96, zero. 2000, 2004, and 2008, and then we had 2016. Was Bush... When was Bush elected? 2000? W. Yeah, 2000, because 2001 was obviously 9-11. Yeah, 2000, 2008. That doesn't make sense. 2000. Obama was elected in 2008. 2008 to 2016. So 96 wasn't Yeah, 96 was an election yeah. year. Okay, Let's yeah. base our history knowledge off of 9-11. Bad, yeah, yeah. well, the, the bad <laughs> math. I was, yeah. I was basing it off when Barack Obama got elected. Oh. Hey, there's an optimist and a pessimist. And then finally, uh, this is apparently non-canon for now. But it's like so good that like I, I think it might be included later. You wouldn't be surprised if it gets scooped up. So obviously the games are all set quite far in the past. So uh, at this point we're in 1972. At some point in 1999, currently non-canon, uh, Del Conagher, the engineer who is very old but very muscular with a huge beard, and he has replaced one of his arms with a cybernetic limb, uh, returns back with the pyro, who is just a floating head in a jar, um, travels back to 1972 to very briefly warn everybody currently surviving about Gray Man's robo-crates, and then tries to prevent the impending hat wars of the 1990s. Oh, Okay. So and, TF3, Hat Wars, 1990. And if, if TF3's set in the 90s, everybody's gonna be super old. It's gonna be the yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be the Hat Wars, which it happens. which would be the next war. Yeah. But this is currently still non-canon. So we have the Gravel Wars, we have the Robot Wars, which are almost done. We have one more comic to come out. But yeah. at present, we are we're at the end of it, there, boys. Yeah. That is, Lore Boys on. Team Fortress. Fortress. Yeah. And we're all surprised that yeah. it took that long. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, there's yeah. so much depth to a game. Like I, I feel like it. It took more of me to learn yeah. the story than what it did to play the game. I feel like there's like, definitely some people who play TF2 out there who are listening to this and just like, What the wow, fuck are these guys I talking have, about? Yeah. Oh, like, I have no idea what I've been playing for the past <laughs> six yeah. years. You know if I mean? there's any Counter-Strike lore out there, uh, send it to me at J-A-Y-M-I-L-L-K for J-A-Milk Twitter. J-A-Milk with two yeah. on the tweet On the, on the tweets. On the tweet. Tweet me up because I want to know all about it's it. It's jmilk.com though. I, I played 700 hours. I do not know a single bit of Counter-Strike. Well, there's like or... some nondescript terrorists, some nondescript yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's counter-terrorists. That's it. Next round, you're the opposite. So, yeah, 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 that's it. Then. You get to see both views. I think it's a very, it's a very like politically, <laughs> uh, it's a very a very politically yeah. centrist view of things where so you get to yeah. live both lives yeah. exactly. in, in a short amount of time. There's not a single woman in that game though, which I, I find counter Counter-Strike is a lesson in empathy. It's yes. like, you hate terrorists, we, we get that, you you get to kill them, but then you have to live a minute in their shoes yeah. as a terrorist. Well, and that's it, even if you win, when the bomb goes off, a lot of the time, you're you're right next to the bomb. Yeah. Exactly. Is it really worth it for those skins? I know you want, like, a kunai painted red. <laughs> Dude, if it gets... But is it worth dying yeah. for? Yeah. Uh, it'll get you Final Fantasy VII in the next life, so... And we're talking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If we're talking pink cheetah print, I'm sold. Yeah, I mean, like, I've got to, like, I, I didn't actually buy into any of the Team Fortress 2 contracts that uh, give you the weapon skins, but I buy some of the cheaper ones for, like, 10, 15 cents when I have leftover Steam yeah, bucks. Yeah. And it's totally worth it, like, because I like the stock weapons, and a stock and weapon... What else looks, are you going to spend your Steam bucks on? Fucking yeah, whatever. <laughs>
Because, like, if I want a new game, it's uh, not 25 fucking uh, sets, right? Would you believe that the grocery store didn't take my Steam Bucks last time I went? Bullshit! Yeah, right? Dude. I earned these Steam Bucks. For, your, for your Sapporo? Yeah, my Sapporo. It was you know, bought on, on real currency, not Steam Bucks. Technically qualifies as a Japanese game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, dude. Oh, Gaben, I play more anime. Yeah, <laughs> it's so hypocritical, because Gaben totally decides what vegetable soup is on sale. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so that's it. Uh, wrap this shit up there, boys. Ethan, if, if, if we're to uh, peruse peruse the internet, if we're, if we're going to be like a, a frontier internet man, where would, we, where would we run into you? If you're Oregon trailing it to get to me, yeah, go to at uh, Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter or Fungineering101, which is a tabletop RPG blog that I run. Man, there you have it. And, and is, is that it? I think that's Don't it. Don't come yeah. for me on Facebook because I'm not yeah. going to fucking accept. You can you can try and find me elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, I defy yeah. you. Check out uh, loreboys.wordpress.com. Uh, yep, that's absolutely. probably where you're listening to this yeah. from. Yeah. Loreboys podcast, I believe, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, if you're listening to this on YouTube, we're Loreboys podcast some, some, on just YouTube. Just for some behind the scenes photos, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And maybe if we uh, decide to go out together and get just drunker than we do when we record yeah. these things. Take some photos. We'll, we'll, stream photos. That shit. Yeah. we'll have our Twitch set up soon. Uh, we'll stream uh, TF2's Halloween event uh, in uh, six months. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Yeah. We're thinking of getting some video content out there soon, so if you're interested, let us know. Let uh, us know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Please, I know... please leave a comment. Tell us now what we've done wrong, because we know we've done lots, yeah. but we want to know yeah. what's the worst. Yeah, but like yeah. what we've done well, not that important. Not that important. We need to fix the problems first. Let's shit out. You, you can reach me Early on, access yeah. podcast. That's it. You that's plug it. the holes in your boat before you build a new map. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And okay. James, if we're uh, if we're uh, roaming around, roaming around the if we're playing instead of Oregon Trail, if we're playing the Amazon Trail, yeah. which is a game I never beat, but my eight year old sister did at some point. Or <laughs> she could fish for like anguaras or whatever, some yeah. crazy <laughs> shit better. Where would we find you? So you can reach me at jmilk uh, on Twitter. It's J A Y M I L L K two L's because Miller. Um, send me a DM. I'd love to talk to you. Like. I, uh, tweet yeah, tweet me, tweet me, send me a DM. Harass him on Twitter, please. Like, him on Twitter. I, I promise you, if you send me a DM, I will respond to you. So do it. And, and is that it? You, you haven't made a new Instagram yet, eh? Um, I, I'm actually working on my Instagram, so like I'm kind of 65, so I don't get the yeah, internet. It's just saying, yeah. Yeah. Jamie is 65, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's alright, we'll, we'll social media later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And yeah, then, that means going to the post office, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Sure. Yeah. Because I've been to a post yeah. office. And Peter. Not inside a fucking pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, what about yourself? You can find me at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter. So that's Pete and then O D O N O G H U E on Twitter. I'm Old Aunt Peter on uh, Instagram. And then if you want to follow what is currently qualifies as our only Twitch channel, it's One Armed Man TV. I'm also the One Armed Man on Steam. If you want to play some Team Fortress, and um, that's it. I don't. I don't really have like a closing statement. Or anything like that. Just plug all our social media shit. Share it with your friends. Let Lore Boys out! <laughs> That's alright. That's good enough. <laughs> it was a lot, a lot of volume on the last one. Hey guys, welcome. Wait, wait, wait. do you have the time?
Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 